one eye. Though, what y'all was talking about something? Chilltown says something that got me tight. Joe Dumars, a top five perimeter defender. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't know about that one. I didn't know about that one at all. But um, I like he was great. Top five for me is a bit of a stretch. I don't, I don't know if I'm taking it. I don't know if I'm taking Joe Dumars over Bruce Bowen. But exactly, he is elite. But when I think top five is Joe Dumas a name that really comes to mind. Like I'm taking, go like even back to the seventies. I'm taking Walt Frazier. I'm taking. I might take Alvin Robertson, um, Sidney Moncrief for sure. Kawhi, Scotty, maybe Tony Allen, GP. Um, yeah, Gary Payton, Jason Holiday. Kidd. Perimeter point of attack defender Jason Kidd, and eh, maybe not, but Drew Holiday, I am. Yeah, Drew. Um, I don't know how many I've named, but I've definitely named more than five, but I'm probably forgetting some key ones. Well, so, Marcus Smart. I, I think Marcus Smart might might get an edge out over him. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't know about Marcus Smart. Why? Why not Marcus Smart? He got DPOY. Drew Holiday. And then he nah, got I'm, I'm cooked. I'm cooked, I'm cooked. <laughs> I'll probably take Ron Artest over um, Ron Artest. Ron Artest. There's, I think we're missing one Tate more. Prince. Said, I'll take Tayshaun Prince. Tayshaun Prince. We said Bruce Bowen. You said Ron Artest. There's one more. I really feel is Sean Marion a better defender than uh, Joe Dumars? I, I think he's a better defender, but when I think perimeter defender, I'm just thinking on the ball point of attack defense not overall defense and i think on ball i think joe dumas is probably better than him. okay okay what, what was the other one i think there's one more we're missing i can't remember chat help us out you got i think he's from the 2000s yeah ron artes tony allen bruce bowen uh who else bro i swear we're missing one more can you think of one from the 2000s oh i'm not gonna lie i I think Kobe's a better defender. I forgot about Kobe. Oh, uh, MJ. MJ could be a better defender than Joe Dumars. Uh, Iceman said Rajah Bell. I would probably go with more towards Rajah Bell than Joe Dumars. But that's because of my little era. Everything. <laughs> you, you, know, you know, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so it, there's a lot of guys who could be over Joe Dumars. I don't know why he said he's even top five. Like, that's crazy to me. That's maybe so he wanted great. to give Joe. Maybe he wanted to give um Joe Dumas some love because like we don't really talk about him. So maybe in this conversation there wasn't going to be a, a huge debate. You say Joe Dumas, you get Joe Dumas some love. It's fine. And I said Gary Payton eh, on on the panel. I said Gary Payton. Yeah, you did say Gary Payton. So and then who was the one? Sidney Mar Sidney Moncrief. It's like the one old head. I'm like, okay, you can let it rock. I don't really like it like that, but screw it. I'm not mad um, at it. Hey, uh, Sidney Moncrief. Ah. Uh, so these old guys, man, it's just like I go back and watch it, Mars, and it's like I get I get disappointed every time, but it's like uh screw it. <laughs> like the the defense was Sydney was a great defender for his time, but then in my mind frame, it's like I picture it on how it could look today, and I'm like I don't see it, bro. So about Michael Cooper. Michael Cooper was a good defender. My, I think Michael Cooper is a better defender than uh, Joe Dumars. I forgot so about him. I, that's why I just fought by him. Mm -hmm. Michael Cooper. I like him. I like him. I think his. I Zay think just said Dennis Johnson in the chat. I agree with Dennis Johnson. Dennis Johnson, too. Yep. I can't remember anybody else from the 80s. 
You said Michael Cooper, Sidney Moncrief, Dennis Johnson. That's a big, I think, what's, what was that defender? Nah, I don't remember. I'm going to send the chat in. I'm going I'm to send the link in for everybody to pull up, though. Been rambling on about the defenders. Would you buy St. Mars? I was going to say L title. Uh, I mean, <laughs> nah, I'm not, I'm not debating. The, I mean, everybody here, my Boston takes, you know, so now nah, I'm going to just put Boston in title. But I just want to hear what everybody's thinking about the playoffs, sleepers, teams that can make some noise, uh, who's going to come out on top. Uh, my pick for the West is the Suns of the Lakers, if they're healthy. Um, and then in the East, everybody knows it's my Boston Celtics pick. I think the Bucks is probably going to lose in the second or Western Conference round. Uh, Sixers as well, and I just think they'll lose to Boston, man. Unless the Sixers lose to Miami in a crazy upset. That would be wild to me. I'm not even going to hold you. So you're saying if LeBron makes the finals this year, he'll be 4-7 and seven in the finals? That'll be a good series. I'm not sure who will win that series. I'm not even going to hold you. Just That'll be tough. Just say he'll be four and seven. Just say I'll be. Mm. Yeah, he's not. I don't He's not. I'm, I'm not sure. If he's four and seven, bro, that's going to be so bad for his legacy, bro. Four and seven. How can you be the good with seven finals losses? Seven finals losses. What are we talking about? That means you shoot in. You shoot in four for 11, bro. Yeah, that's like 36%. That's just an average three-point shooter. Like, that's terrible, right bro. That's terrible. That's below league average efficiency, man. Yeah, not moving me. Not moving me at all. You're going to be in a go combo. You're going to lose seven times. If LeBron does make it to the finals, though, how many people are going to, like, big him up because of that? I think a lot of people are. Yeah, they're going to be like a seven, eight, maybe a 60, but they won't be anything above a 60 making the finals. The only team who's done that is the Knicks in 99 and the Rockets in 95. The Rockets won. So, like, people are going to say, oh, LeBron, 30, how old is he, 38? 38, yep. 38, leading the team to the finals as a six seed through this Western Conference with the two-time MVP with Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. And his 20th year. Like when the, what, what was what was MJ doing in his 20th year? Like, Facts. They're going to be praising losing. That's exactly what's going to be happening. <laughs> Speaking of, you know, no LeBron doubt. James, we got Goat James in the building. Hey, man, he going he gonna to be five and six. Five Damn, and six? Still, still below five. Yeah, he'll be five and six. Five and six. Yeah, five and six. But like I get telling about a man, Lakers, we back. We about to take that sixth seed. Golden State gonna be playing to play in. Shit, they might take the fifth seed. They can. Yeah, if we can beat if we can beat the Clippers, because I mean, because what Paul George ain't come back what to the to, to the playoffs? I think what, they still... said he might come late first round. I think that's what they said. Clippers are done. That they're done. They're done. They're done. They're done. I don't know. They're done. I don't care. Uh, what well, you don't like about the Clippers, though? What, what you, why you think they're done? Um. Number one, their health. So, mm -hmm. like, that's Paul George, even when he comes back, is he going to be the full version of himself? I'm not sure. They're going to need Paul George to be Paul George. Uh, their defense, I think, can get be picked apart by guys like the Suns, guys like the uh, – even the Nuggets, guys like the Lakers. I, I don't think their defense will be able to hold up against guy, uh, guys, uh, teams of that caliber. So, they'll have to be trying to outscore teams, and they're not built to be doing that at all. So, that's why I don't think I don't believe in them at all in the postseason. The defense hey, is not there. I'm not gonna lie, this might be a hot take, but I don't believe in Boston 
simply because not the players, but I don't trust the head coach. I don't know if he's ready for the playoffs just because we've never seen hey, these first time. And uh, and I, I think they're gonna miss Edoka in the playoffs as far as adjustment wise because he was a really good like making adjustments on the, in the playoffs. And I don't know can um, the intern head coach can because I'm saying it's it would be his first year in there. So I'm kind of like shaky with them just because of the coach, not the talent, but just the coach. Because, you know, coaching does matter sometimes in the playoffs, depending on the matchups and then like if he can make adjustments. And I just don't know, will he make the right adjustments in the playoffs? Like, I just don't. Yeah, I mean. It was Doka's first year coaching last year as well. And he was fine. So Yeah, but Doka, he was, in, he was with a bunch of great head coaches too far as like, like you know, watching other, like what, Popovich. I think it was Popovich. He was, he was around. He was Popovich. And uh, I want to say, I want to say, uh, Mike D'Antoni and a couple other guys he was around. Like, like he could see how, saw like how the offense, defense was run. So I feel like he had he had like a little more experience, especially with Pop. When he was around Pop for a while, I thought that helped a lot as far as experience and why. So, I mean, like we'll see. Like I said, I'm not. It's not the talent I'm worried about. It's more the coaching because I feel like it might have a hindrance. But then again, if they played the Bucks. I wouldn't think it'd be that much of a hindrance because Mike Boozer is a sorry coach. I'm sorry. He's still, to me, is overrated. Giannis saved his job. I'm, I'm, I will continue to say Giannis saved his job. I don't care what anyone say. That man saved his job because he is not a good head coach to me. So, so Missoula being under, like, Brad Stevens and Ime Uadoka doesn't, like, mean anything, though? It means a little bit, but it's one thing, like, okay, like, Edoka, like, I feel like, he has more than like, around coach. Yeah, but he's not pop. He's not Popovich. Yeah, Popovich, yeah. Is, is, Popovich is way better like head coach than Brad. Okay, well, Brad Stevens is a good coach, yeah, but I have to give the slight edge to pop more, way more than Brad. Like, you know, I mean why Brad Stevenson went up to what um was it BC? Is it is it or is it is it, is it, is it, or is it basketball operations now instead of being the head coach? He's the executive. So I mean head. yeah, executive. So that that clearly shows you. Whatever, but I mean, like I said, I ain't gonna count them out. But I just, I just feel like the coaching might come in, like come into play, and might hurt them a little bit. But I mean, I still got them in the finals because I'm not sold on the Bucks just because how they've been playing for the past like six, seven games, and also when they played against Boston, and like every time they played Boston, it's not been good. Even with Chris Middleton is back, and everybody kept saying, "Oh, he's gonna change anything, change everything." That has not that changed nothing. It hasn't changed a damn thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I, I noticed when they put Al Horford in, and we all know how Lopez likes to be in the block, he can't do that. He has to step out on the on the, on the three-point line now, which opens up the lanes for Jalen Brown, uh, Jason Tatum, uh, White, and them boys to go, to go down to the lane, and he can't pack on the paint like he wants to. And I see that if they keep on doing that, great as Giannis is, that's going to, I don't think they can overcome that. I don't think he can overcome Mom, that issue. The main thing I just disagree with is in terms of Joe Missoula. He's mm -hmm. been an assistant coach for ever since 2018, 2019. They've been in the postseason ever since then. They've been to the finals. They've been to Eastern Conference rounds, you know. So he's been in the postseason around the, that team before with the same core of guys. So in my head, it's like I don't I don't see a problem with him being able to adjust when he's had that sample size for damn, for his whole entire career. I do understand, though, the question mark because he's a young guy. But, I mean – I think they'll be able to figure it out. I'm not even gonna hold you, man. I do think that Mars talked about it uh, uh, on the panel uh, earlier. 
uh joe mazula is probably like the way he's using jason tatum isn't the best but besides that i don't i don't think he's been doing that bad of a job at coaching wise i don't think hey, he's been doing that bad a better question, bro. When I'm not saying if I'm saying when LeBron and AD win the chip this year, right? Are we gonna start having conversations about that being the best duo since Kobe Shaq? No, no. Stop, no. Steph, Steph no. and KD. What are you talking about? No. Yeah, but that was yeah. a super team, man. I'm talking about a duo with with uh, role players. I'm not talking about uh, Steph and KD because they still had Clay and Draymond. I'm talking about a duo with role players. Is that gonna okay. be the best duo since Kobe and Shaq? Because if they do, when they do that, they really haven't been beaten in the playoffs. No one has really beat them together in the playoffs when healthy. Well, yeah, because they when they do the that, playoff, they missed the playoffs once, and then they got hurt. Do the health, the other do the time. health, do the health, Marsh. Okay, well, when we're ranking duos, does being healthy not count? You I'm know? saying when healthy, they have not been beaten in the playoffs. That's just a fact. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fine. Fact. But when we're ranking duos, the best since Kobe and Shaq, does being healthy not count? I think you have actually. I think it works against your argument because I think you had to take that into consideration. Because if if they're not healthy and they miss the playoffs, then you gotta be like, okay, that's because they weren't together. If they're not healthy half the time, I think that hurts them. No, I don't. I I don't think you should hold injuries against players. That's just I my think, opinion. I, I think that's I think that's questionable. But I think you but, should judge them by what they do on the court when they're. I think I think if they're I think if they're not available, I think if they're not healthy, that's a problem. Okay, but I'm yeah. not going to hold that against them. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I when think, they I are healthy, when they have yet people to be all time, I think when you're ranking people all time, the fact that they're not available half the time. Okay, is, then, then... But Mars, like but Mars, hold on, go. But who, like will, then, who will be better Who will be better than them since... Because I'm thinking in my head... And in my Stephen head, KD is better than them. I don't no, know no, Stephen. Say. He's that, saying that, without... I don't care about what's around them. Stephen KD is a better duo than... Okay, that makes no sense, Mars. You got to take into account who's around them, Stephen KD, two players are better than LeBron and AD. Okay, they also had Clay Thompson, one of the best shooting guards we've seen in this era. They had Draymond Green, who's a defensive player of the year and one of the most cerebral small Fours we've seen. I mean, come on, bro. I'm talking about a duo. And I'm talking about two players. I'm talking about two players. Jesus Christ, bro. I'm talking about two players. Guess what? Guess what? Steph and KD, when they play together, are better than this version of LeBron. Let me see Steph and KD with just a bunch of role players. Now, not not a super team. Then we can have a conversation. Right now, we don't need to be doing this cook session. Let's just have a good basketball time. We can't do that. Hey, can I? Hey, I got a question for y'all. Does the Wiggins coming back move y'all, or does it or does it move anybody? Does the... I mean, they'll be better, but I mean, they're still so bad on the road that I still don't have any confidence in them. But it, he'll definitely help them. But still, the the road record's just so bad. I I don't know. I, maybe like you guys probably watch more Warriors games. Why are they so bad on the road? I just don't understand that. Hey boys, hey boys, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> he has kind of a point when you're talking about Steph and KD around Klay Thompson and Draymond Green. That, that I mean, that's, that's not a bad point if you, if you hear I'm what not, I'm saying. I'm not saying it's a bad point. I, like, it can be a good point. I'm viewing them as a duo. The two best players on that team are Steph and KD. Yeah, Those but, two bro, players, when we talk about I'm, duos, we're I'm talking not about finished. a team with, not, that I'm had two finished. superstars and role players. We're not that, talking about not, a team that got not, fucking four, that's not what four, four lines, four we, we stars Mag- We know Magic and Kareem were a duo. Guess what? They had James Worthy, Norm Nixon, Jamal Wilkes. They have players around them. Guess what? The duo is Magic and Kareem. 
Like, we know what a duo is. The two best players on that team, Magic and Kareem, was a duo, considering they were still a super team. We know that Larry Bird and Kevin McHale were viewed as a super team. Okay, okay. Parrish, but, did, Dennis Johnson. but did the third we star know... on that team, was the third star on that team like Clay dropping and can he potentially drop 35 yeah. and a quarter they, they and play two ways, bro? Come on, man. I'm not going to lie. Using one game sample size to talk, talk about okay, how Okay, let's go by six, 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 eight, six, uh, game six Clay. I mean, we go by a bunch, a bunch, of, different, a bunch yeah. of different things with Clay, bro. I mean, come on, dog. Once again, game says clay. Guess what? That's still one sample. That's a one game sample size of a series. But, uh, but and it's not even true. Was a player? Hold on. Was a player on that uh, Lakers team doing what Clay does with that Warriors team? No. Oh, guess what? Right, we want to talk about game says clay. Let's talk about big game, James. Like what we're we doing right now. Like no, that's dumb. We're not talking about these one game sample size. We're talking about these teams, these players as a whole. And also, was Magic and also, and Kareem. Wasn't, hey, hold on. We also, know what Magic and Kareem were. since Kobe and Shaq. Last time I checked, Kareem and yes, Magic. I'm not. Before. I'm not saying Magic and Kareem. So if you want to start making a separate argument. We could do that, but I clearly said again, since Kobe going, and Shaq. There you go, missing the point again. That's great. The point was no, a no, duo I is clearly more... said Kobe and Shaq. You want Kareem and Magic? That's right, that's right. a whole nother talk. I'm that's not... a whole nother talk. If you're not gonna let me finish, why are we even having a conversation? Hey, the Mar- point I used bringing up Magic and Kareem was that we understand the team can still have great players around them and still know who the duo is. We know Magic, and Kareem but that's still. Duo. Would you consider that a super team? Would you consider that legacy team a super team with Kareem well, and, I'm not, I'm not and, and, and Worthy? I'm, I'm not talking to you anymore because I'm talking and you're cutting me off to ask more questions. Like, I'm not doing that with you. I'm hey, Morris. Okay. Hey, a buddy had a question. He said, why you think the Warriors are so bad on the road? Um, I think I think the Warriors have road struggle. I think... I genu- I, I'm not going to lie. I genuinely can't answer. I know what's going wrong on the road. Like, for some reason... Their defense, they don't make the extra rotations when they need to. Their defensive continuity seems to be all over the place. Defensively, they're giving up way too many wide open frees and teams are making them at like 45% against them on the road. And I think offensively, I do think they live and die by the three on the road way too much. But I can't tell you why I think those things are happening. I can say what is happening, which is everything I just said. But why it's happening, I can't figure out. Uh, I just want to get to back to Boston for a second. Um, I know you guys, you guys made some actually great good points about Milwaukee, but Boston, especially this post All Star break, I, they've been a little wishy washy too. If you think about it, because like they've had a lot of losses where it's like they're really dependent on the three ball. Like, um, people, we talk about that Bucks game where they beat them by forty one, but we ignored that the game before that they lost to the Washington Wizards by nineteen points. You know, they had a game in March where they lost to the Houston Rockets. That they also lost against the Utah. Hey, Jazz. hey, hey, hey! Yeah. Losing to Houston isn't a bad thing. That that happens to a lot of people. Nah, <laughs> cut it out. It's more get to that with your thing. with your Houston agenda, uh, though. Like that, that I heard earlier about. I heard you earlier telling Ticket and Fluid that. When we almost come into Houston, though, like cut it out there. He's not. Hey, going to we oh, went, Andrew, we went, up, we went up two zero in that game. We went up two zero in that game. So. <sighs> you said what? You said what though? Oh my bad, my bad. I thought he was. I got a question for the panel. I got a question for the panel though. Up. Is it more? Would it be more impressive for Katie and Curry to win a chips without Clay and Draymond and role players versus with? Yes or no? Because <laughs> that's what AD and Braun be doing. Without it will be without. Yeah, without. Okay, of course, so, this, so you bringing up Kareem and Magic with uh with what's his name actually goes against your argument. Now we can move on. All right, cool. <laughs> I love this, bro. Um. So what were you talking about? We were talking about we were talking about the playoffs. Like how, how do, who's our picks? I got Lakers and I got Phoenix. I got Lakers going to the finals, and I got them either playing the Bucks or Boston. I don't have any faith in the Sixers because I feel like Doc Rivers is gonna again come up short or choke, and then B is gonna have us either a sick stomach 
or a hurt, hurt shoulder or some other injury, mysterious injury he had. And we know James Harden was going to choke, whether it's in game four, game five, or a game seven, he, he's, he's going to come up short. So I got the Lakers. And now, and I told everybody, when that trade deadline happened, when we got them trades, I said, oh, we're back. I kept telling everybody it was going to be good. And look at us now. With D'Lo, it's funny. D'Lo, AD, and LeBron, 5-0 together. So uh, I love that lineup. I love the fact that when uh, LeBron's, LeBron has feel more more relieved that he has two more ball, ball handlers in, in Austin Reeves and D'Lo, he doesn't have to shoulder the responsibility on offense. He looks more, like, fresh and everything when I see my watch him play. I love that, that he doesn't have the all responsibility. The only concern I have with the Lakers is Darvin Ham because I feel Bingo. like he falls in love too much with Dennis Schroeder in the lineups. Because I've seen him too many times when they games they could have won. Dennis Schroeder's playing too many minutes and Austin Reeves should be playing more than him because Austin Reeves, to me, is a more better decision maker and better ball handler and has more feel of the game when it comes to AD and him. I feel like Schroeder, when I see Schroeder and AD together, I can tell, like, the, the, they, don't, they, don't, they don't click at all. Like, the click, like, it's like, if I see a pick and roll with him and Schroeder, it's like Schroeder has a hard time giving AD the ball. But when I see Austin Reeves does it, Austin Reeves gets in the ball, boom, boom, he gets, he gets buckets. That's the only concern I have with is this Darvin Ham follow up with his guards lineup all the time. That's the only issue I have with the Lakers is Darvin Ham. But other than that, I trust LeBron. A healthy LeBron, healthy AD. If they're healthy, I'm taking them over everybody in, the, in that field because I don't like I say I don't trust the Grizzlies because of the fact you know it's just like like if you play, I, I mean, because Darvin can't shoot, he can't score in a half court offense. Um, Golden State, they're having this. Crazy up and down season. They they can get they're easy to beat. Phoenix. The only thing I give, I say they can Lakers can beat them is because they don't have a bench and defensively they're not that good. So I can give I give Lakers that that little kind of a change. And Chris Paul also is washed up. We all can see that he's not the Chris Paul of old. And he he played, he said instead of Chris Paul he looks like Cliff Paul. So yeah, that's why I got the Lakers going. And go, um, go to the finals. It's, it's that whole, your whole argument is basically, I think, it's, for a lot of Lakers fans, indeed, it's like just a healthy AD. That's the biggest caveat, right? Like, we know what a healthy AD and a healthy LeBron, especially with this new yeah, roster. Yeah, best duo since Kobe Shaq. I'm not going to go that far. I know, no, I'm not going that. Kobe and Shaq, no. Um, yeah, I would like, like to... Oh, go yeah, ahead, uh, I just, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to ask, like, so if you are saying that the Lakers are going to the championship, First round, who's the best and worst matchup for you guys, in your opinion? The best matchup for them is Denver. The worst matchup, I would have to say, I would probably say, I would have to say Phoenix, a little probably Phoenix, just because, I mean, just because of the fact, like, Kevin Durant and also the, the fear of Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and I feel like they don't have, like, outside of, like, Vanderbilt, I don't have nobody else can defend them. Whatever, so that's probably Phoenix. Grizzlies, they might give them a tough time with you know whatever, but I I because of the size with you know Adams coming back and Jerry Jackson, but that's the only time I see them with is Phoenix. But the best matchup I'd love to see with them would be Denver, just because I think I've seen Jokic get cooked by AD a lot and how how you know so that's my best like matchup and worst matchup for them. Uh, but outside of that, I thought like they could be anybody else. Outside of that, outside how, of those two, how, how's Denver a better matchup for the Lakers than Sacramento? 
Because if I, I, well, that's, well, you can still put them there too, but I say because Jokic can't defend AD and also how when they play them, they put in a matchup, they'll pick and roll them all the time. I mean, they, they can be a good match against the Kings too. Hey, the Kings I don't care defense. who they got. Is, bro, isn't Sabonis is more of a defensive liability than Jokic is though. But it's mostly Darren Fox. For some reason in the fourth quarter, he's he kind of scares me. He gives the Lakers like fits, so I wouldn't want them to play them just because of that. But I still think they can beat them. Whatever. I think that'd be more of a. But I think that's be more of a dog fight if they did play them. I'm guessing. I'm saying. No, but Sacramento would be better because like it's the, the Sacramento is close to L.A. So in terms of just having traveling on the road, it's not that big of a deal. Plus, I mean, if you're going to face Denver, I mean, not, you're going to be. Facing uh, Denver on uh, um, when Lakers are facing Denver at Denver, I mean that's a huge uh, disadvantage for them too. And like Mars just said, I mean defensively they're worse defensively, and on top of that they don't have that playoff experience that uh, the Nuggets have. So I don't know why you would rather face the Nuggets than the um, Kings. But I do see where you're coming from. But yeah, you would rather much face the Sacramento Kings than the Nuggets. And also because I mean, actually, I, is Memphis a, is Memphis a tough matchup? Not really, I, no, because I don't mean well, who, I who, tough, who, outside of outside of John Morant, outside of John Morant, who else like you you're scared of? Really? I mean, because Jerry Dylan Jackson Brooks gets in the foul trouble. I got I got Dylan the Lakers Brooks going twelve and one in the West. Who wouldn't be afraid of Dylan Brooks? <laughs> yeah, sleeping on Dylan Brooks right now. Yeah, yeah if you depend on Dylan Brooks, then I I really he, he, no. he gonna he gonna land on AD's knee. Put him out I, of the series. Yep. And hey, then, you gotta do what you gotta do to take out Shan, Shannon Sharp. Shan, Shannon Sharp was capping, bro. He was scared to sell when he seen Dylan Brooks, man. Man, he was not scared. Man, he was not scared, Dylan Brooks, bro. He wanted that smoke. I watched that game. He wanted all that. Nah, smoke, he was bro. capping, bro. He was capping because he had. Everybody well, they, there, the dude bro, looks like him. one big muscle, man. You think he's scared? Yeah, bro. My, look here. He from he from Georgia, dog. He from my my part in the woods, dog. He, yeah, he, he has he, the country strength. Nah, he was scared, bro. He was scared. You could tell. You could tell, bro. Bro, he's, bro, he's, he's done so much, he's done so much working dude. out. He looked like one muscle. Yeah, man, my money's on my, my money's on aunt, dog. My money's on aunt. Crazy. I don't know. See, that's that's. He's well, who? Do, well, Dub, who do you think? Well, Dub, who do you think the Lakers' best and worst matchup? Uh, I think their worst matchup is probably the Suns of Boston. Um, why? If we're just talking about the West, though, it's probably yeah. the Suns or Golden State, mainly because Golden State. You know when they're healthy, they can Stephen Curry. They're not going to have anybody that can hold him with them in their motion offense. It's going to be uh tough for them to handle. AD is probably going to get off, but yeah, exactly. they have no, no, they, they have no, no sign. Yeah, but I mean, let's be real. AD is going to get off on Denver, he's going to get off on Sacramento. And I'm just thinking about the offensive match, but I think it'll be harder for them to try and contain Stephen Curry, Clay, and Jordan Poole and the boys than it would be to contain like Jokic or Sabonis and Deer and Fox. If Steph Clay and Jordan Poole are all on the court at the same time with Draymond and Wiggins, that team is getting abused by Anthony Davis and LeBron James. AD's so, abusing everybody though. He's gonna abuse Denver. He's gonna abuse no. He can, there's a, there's levels to abuse. So you think that they'll get abused? Not comfortably better than Denver. Comfortably better than uh, no. I think Denver and Sacramento will get abused the most by Anthony Davis. Then I think it's Golden State, especially if you're having to rely on Jordan Poole. Hey, what, like was the, what was the Lakers uh, playoff? Well, I got I got the Warriors as like second because I think the Suns is probably the the worst of the matchup, and then Boston, and then the Warriors is probably that third spot. I think Why you got Gri- Boston? I think, I think, I think, the, the, I think the Grizz is a tougher matchup than the Golden State. Why you think the Grizz is a, a tougher matchup for Mars? 
Defensively, yeah, I think yeah, I say, defensively, yeah. the Memphis Grizzlies defense is just so elite. You got Jaron Jackson Jr. will meet anything at the rim. I don't know if I've, this is all permitting if Stephen Adams is available to go. By the way, I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know what his timetable is. But if Stephen Adams is there. You got size there. He can he can stay on a he can stay on AD. Then Jaron Jackson roaming around that just makes life tougher for a team like the Lakers who aren't great shooting the ball. And I think that will allow the Grizzlies to get out in transition quite a lot. And then that will help their offense, in my opinion. I think Lakers still win. I think I had the Lakers in six on the panel. But I think that's just a tougher matchup than Golden State would be because Golden State's defense is not moving. Yeah, there's a situation where Golden State don't even make it to the playoff, bro. I mean, uh, they, they, they got to lose like two games in a row, something like that, to be out. I yeah, think. they had to lose. They, the did, they did the same thing in 2021, lost two games in a row. But they're scared of the, the, the last what four games? The last what four games they got? There should be some wins outside of what that. Uh, they got OKC they got the tonight. With the Lakers, though, the they got Lakers OKC tonight. Them. Then they got the Kings, which is I don't know if the Kings are trying or not, but they got the Omar Kings. Way Mars for the um, uh, they, OKC. Yeah, the, oh, the OKC is at home. Okay. And then they then they got the Kings on the roads, and then the final game is Portland on the roads. And with the way Shaden Sharp's been playing, by the way, if you're not paying attention, Shaden Sharp's been hooping. Um, I don't know if Portland's are gonna. Try and win that game or not, and it's on the road, so they might go one and two to end the season. Um, to to talk about more about the Memphis Grizzlies matchup and then the Warriors, in mm. my eyes, especially what I seen from Jaron Jackson Jr. last season against uh the Denver Nuggets, was it the Denver Nuggets? Oh, it, was the, it, was, it was the Wolves and it was uh Golden yeah. State last Wolves year. They played Wolves, the Wolves, Wolves, my yeah, they had Wolves. So, in my head, it's like Jaron Jackson's good defensively, but I don't think he's going to be able to stop a guy like AD, even though he does provide that good rim protection. They're probably going to have him and Steve or Steven Adams guard him, but I think AD's going to be abusing that matchup as well. And I just hey, think hey, it's real simple who got the two best players in that series? LeBron and AD. <laughs> Um, the Lakers have the two best players. And then on top of that, when I'm looking at the Golden State Warriors offense compared to the Grizzlies, I'm just going to side with that more. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'm going to side with that more than the Memphis. I think Memphis is a good, though. I think that's a good uh, uh, question mark, but I, I'm going to take the Warriors all day over that. The West is unpredictable. I think any team. Are you, from are one you saying eight, that, though, for the Grizzlies because they don't have, don't have another, like, another score outside of John Morant? Because I mean, Bane gets hot every now and then. But I've seen a lot when he gets like inconsistent, inconsistent sometimes. So like, are you? Was it because of that, or are you just? It's or? not. It's not only just because of that. I think the shooting that Steph, Clay, and them boys can provide for that team, John Morant just can't provide that. I think he's amazing. He's probably gonna get off as well. But Des, I'm looking at it. Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson Jr., Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins. I'm, I'm siding with that offense more. Especially with the way that they run it. Yeah, uh, speaking of the West playing, I mean, um, do you guys think Dallas, with the way they're playing, do you think they're going to make it into the play-ins at all? No, I think they're done. I don't I think, think they're, they're done. Gonna... I think they're cooked. I, 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 think really... it, I think it depends. Nah. On if OKC beat Golden State tonight, I think Dallas are done. So, if Dallas doesn't get in, if Dallas doesn't get in, Jason Kidd is gone. He's fired. He, he is gone after gone two years. After two, yeah, yeah. Oh, someone's gonna take the blame really for it. Um, someone's gonna take the blame for it, and it's gonna be on Jason Kidd, which is really uh, bro, I mean, you can call that's it so crazy. I mean, yeah, I'm, real, look, I'm, I'm on your side. I think, it, I think it's not cool they do. I think it's crap that they do, but 
I feel like if they don't make it, this to me falls on Mark Cuban more than anybody. Just yeah, because it falls yeah, on exactly, a lot of different yep. people, bro. I don't think it's one. No, I, I think it's Mark Cuban because you could have signed, you could have, you could have gave Jalen Brunson the max. You see what he's doing up and up and up with the Knicks. He's been balling. You could have gave him the max, but you chose not to let him walk. You know, bro, they were the four C before the trade. Yeah, but but you see, yeah, that's cool. But I, th- I feel like having Jalen Brunson still would have made it. They still have been a, still a good team. They probably, like, traded, traded, they probably would have traded. The trade is more the issue. They probably would have traded Jalen Brunson. I think the the main issue with the Mavericks and their failures, it's just the trade. Like they got rid of their defense and then been losing games because of that. Wait, so, you, wait. You thought they would trade Jalen Brunson? They would have kept him. You think they really would have traded? Well, they were the four seed before the trade deadline. If they if they were, because if they were to pay Jalen Brunson that bag, and then trying to get Kyrie Irving. I think in order to probably save money, they probably would have got Jalen Brunson. I think they would have the the never got Kyrie Irving. They, they would have kept Brunson. Actually, they were the, the first game Kyrie played. The first game he played, they were the fourth seed. Yeah, and then ever since, the ever since then. Year, they were still like yeah, three but, games bro, they, bro, they've lost, what, seven out of uh, – what what has their record been since that trade? It, it's one of the worst records. When I know it, they were winning some games off. with Kyrie, but then when Luca came back, that's when they started. Their record since games. the trade deadline is one of the worst records in the league. They, okay, February 6th. Let me see. Since February 6th. Y'all think Kyrie leaving? Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't think so, but we'll see. I think if they would have made the play and I'll be more comfortable, but now it's like they didn't make the play and it's like, oh, I don't know, but I'm, I'm not going to stay on that hill. I don't care. I mean, uh, Kyrie leaves. We think he's going to go. Yeah, after after that uh trade deadline, it seems as if they they were twenty nine and twenty six, and now they're thirty seven and forty two. They're eight and sixteen since eight the Kyrie trade. Yeah, bro, it's, it's terrible records since the trade deadline. Yeah, it's not. I'm not looking at Jason Kidd and saying he needs to be fired or that they should fire him because of that. No, I mean it's clearly represented that. The reason why they fell off this dramatically is because of the lack of defense. They weren't able to stop any anybody. Dorian Finney-Smith was crucial to that unit, and I think the Dallas Mavericks knew that that was going to happen. But I don't. I think they thought that the offense was going to be good enough to win games, and they didn't think it was going to be that bad. Like I said, in my mind frame, the way I'm looking at it from Mark Cuban's stance. I made that trade not to win a championship this year. I made that trade to build a championship for years to come, trying to get Kyrie Irving to buy into what we can build and what we're doing with Luka Doncic. And the next season, after the free, when the free agency uh, marker hits, there's a lot of defensive players that we could pick up and try to make up in that aspect. So if I'm Mark Cuban, I'm still preaching that to Kyrie Irving. I'm still trying to uh, convince him because of that. I just think they, they undersold how important Dorian Finney-Smith was and then oversold how good that offense would be to win games in the regular season. I, I, it has nothing to do with J- Jason Kidd. It has nothing to do with Jason Kidd, in my opinion. But yeah, I mean, you can just look at, you just look at how they did though, before I mean, the trade deadline, how they did that. Uh, yeah, before they traded uh, yeah, Kyrie. I mean, other outside of losing Jalen Brunson, who did they lose in the offseason that year? Did you lose anyone else? Maxi Kleber has been hurt uh, the whole year. And yeah, I'm not even looking at the offseason, bro. They were I'm just saying, like, there should be this big the a drop off in one year with the lack, with the, such a lack of uh, personnel turnover before they trade for Kyrie. Well, that's and, not when the defensive drop off really happened, though. Is that the trade deadline? The first half of the season, they were had, yeah, it's been mid, but it got it got even worse after the trade deadline. Yeah, yeah, because they got rid of pieces. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying though. Yeah, yeah. So they were twenty nine and twenty six before the trade, and then mm-hmm. after the trade they go eight for sixteen. I mean, it's it's kind of obvious. 
Yeah, so that that's the defense has been mid all year, and Dory Finney Smith was holding on to like the the, t the level of mid in which they had. Once he was gone, I mean, it was over. And then Kleber took time for him to get back, but even then, he's coming back, and they're just in a funk right now. And so Christian like, Wood is just like I said, was not a good pickup for them. Yeah, Christian Wood is not that good of a defender, so. Yeah, the idea I don't like, like I like I said before, like I said when they picked him up. Christian hey, he was, was playing good in the beginning of the year. He offensively, yeah, offensively he was doing his thing. I was like, mm, Christian Wood, he might be tricking me. And then, yeah, offensively, <laughs> he has a skill set, but defensively, he can't guard anything. Um, when yeah, but uh, when do we start having a conversation about G uh Mark Cuban being just a terrible owner? Because like outside of like the few, the, you know how he's like has his public appearances and everything, he doesn't get a lot of flack for like how the roster construction of the team and the hiring, how they the. Marvick's front office have just generally let free agents go and they don't like pay anyone. I mean, people people just like Mark Cuban, so he's not he doesn't really get blamed. Like, if this was Michael Jordan doing this, I mean, people would say he's trash, but it's you just get held to a different standard when people like you, they're willing to look past all these nonsense. I mean, that is a great point. Jordan's gonna like... black Jesus for, for, I mean, come on, man. Yeah, people I mean, like him as a point. player, but people hate him as an as an owner and his decisions. And I think if he was doing what Mark Cuban's been doing, people would still hate him the same way. But Mark Cuban is just very likable to people. I guess maybe because he's a public figure and he talks out a lot and like he's funny. I don't know, but people just like him, I guess. How is that on Mark Cuban though? Like he's is he is he the same the same the same the same way it's on Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan is different because the Hornets has just been crazy. Tricky. But he's not a general manager. But I get the one it. who hires the general manager. I get it, but like Mark Cuban, I don't know how that's. I just don't get how that's on Mark Cuban though. I just don't get it. I really don't. I don't. So who's what do you mean? How you, how you don't? I mean, like I said, it could be on the general. In my opinion, though, like I'm not. I'm like this season in general, bro. I'm just like, I don't care. Like in my mind frame, it's like. I knew that you guys weren't going to win a title. Mm -hmm. I knew the defense was going to drop. And we just undersold. We we overvalued how good our offense was going to be to win games in the regular season. But that wasn't our main goal. Our main goal wasn't to win a chip this year. Our main goal was to well, you a man years to though? come. It that's okay, the if dumb. you're making a move like that, if you're off, making a move but... like that, this this uh unit with Luca and Kyrie Irving with no defense, anybody with a brain would know that that's not a good fit. No, that's not that's not a good fit to win a title. It, but what we could do is we could get a superstar or Kyrie or whatever you define it, but we could get a guy like Kyrie Irving to buy into what we're selling for years to come, lock him in for years to come, and then guess what? We're revamping. We're getting guys around. Hey, now does some of this blame go on Luca and Kyrie? Of them not Kyrie making that deserves no blame. Kyrie, Kyrie's been doing this part. Like he deserves no blame. Luca, yeah, Kyrie has got his glove, but I don't think he deserves yeah. a lot of blame either. I, I can't blame Kyrie because I know, something. I know for sure, bro. If this was any other uh, star duo, they they begin some of the blame at least, some of it, a portion. They could get some of it, bro. But I mean, I don't. Care. I mean, if your if your whole team can't play defense, I mean, I don't know how can you blame really like. But hey, you don't think Luca uh, plays lackluster defense, though? I mean, we knew to he me, was a bad defender, though. We know, yeah, he, but, yeah, yeah, we know he's good. There's, there's points where I don't even think that boy gives effort on defense, bro. He has conditioning issues. That's what he has. Um, he, uh, he's yeah, I, I don't think he, I don't think he, he, he ever like focus on like getting conditioning, you know, getting in shape, like anyway. So I mean, 
I never let Lucas is like defensive guy anyway. So I mean, you know who what kind of players that you got. So I'm not gonna. I mean, yeah, he deserves some blame a little bit just because like you can at least play some defense, give up, give at least play, give some effort on defense. But as far as like roster wise, you gotta give Mark Cuban some kind of blame because Mark I mean. So, so just, I want to make sure I'm understanding because right now this sounds ridiculous. So Luca doesn't get blamed because we knew he was already trash on defense. So him being trash on defense means nothing because we already knew he was trash. No, no, I think he deserves some blame. I think he deserves yeah, blame. I, mean, I do, but I don't know. What it's basically, doing. it's basically you know your players, right, Mar? So if I know, we know the whole team is trash yeah. defensively. Though. Yeah, we know. Yeah, but so we're still blaming the team for being trash on defense. But that's why, that's why Mars, I'm fucking confused, right? Because that's what I'm saying. I'm confused because they're doing everything we knew they were gonna do, and we're trying to criticize them for and blame them and try to crucify them for. It. I'm like, we all knew they were gonna be bad on defense. We knew Luca's bad on defense. You all, you knew we knew what was gonna happen. Hey, bro, I feel, I feel like Luca could be better, bro. It's not. I feel like Luca could be better on defense. I just. But you know why though? Like you know why the media is killing him though? Effort, bro. Because it's, honestly, honestly, bro. No, I'm tired of this. You know why? Because they just want to fucking talk. That's why when people when certain and scenarios like this happen, people just want to talk about shit. They want to sit here and try to point the blame on somebody. Say it's this guy and this guy. That's what just people do, even though we knew that their defense was going to struggle. They're losing games not because of Kidd, not because mm. of Luka, not because of Kyrie. They're just losing games because their defense sucks. Wait, so who do we blame? You could blame, blame, blame the GM, but then that's that's probably you the blame, only You blame the defense. You blame but, the defense. Yeah, you blame the they defense. They lose it. They're losing. Conference finals appearance to now potentially being out of the play-in. Even if you, that was a you going from a top five. I mean, you lost your two best wing defenders. I mean, you lose your top best wing defenders. and have some. Show me blame coaching here for having that big significant drop-off in defense. No, you blame you blame the people who made well, the trade. Well, there's blame to go around. I mean, blame to go around. One particular thing. Like, I, think, gets it. I think trade is the number one thing. I think that's the number one thing was the trade. And then after that, you could you know you could divvy out your portions of uh, blame pie to oh. everybody else. But you know what the big issue is though, is that they see they see the name, they see Kyrie and Luca, so everybody expects them to you know that's the make issue. magic. So, and I so think that's, that's the bigger issue. Yeah, More than that's, anything. My, that's my issue, right? So it's just because we have these names attached to it, so people are going to gas it up, right? So it's like, in my mind frame, it's like I expected all of this to happen. I did not expect this team to win the chip. I don't think anybody expected them to win the no, chip. No, 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 no. It's like no. I, get, I get that maybe them making the play-in is, a, is, a, is, a, uh, uh, is something to talk about, and it's unexpected, but, man, I'm not looking at fucking Luka like, yeah, bro, this is your fault. Kyrie, like, yo, this is your fault. Jason Kidd, yeah, this is your fault. The team's just bad defensively, and we all knew this. Everybody knew this. Dub, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what to do, Dub. Actually, I, I just I just posted a video on this uh, a couple minutes ago. It's, I didn't know y'all was talking about it. It's time for the Mavericks to consider trading Luka Doncic. We'll take him in Houston. We'll take him. Big Houston. Ops, you really oh, think they should trade God. Luka we'll Doncic, man? We'll take, we'll take him in Houston. Get him, hey, get him up out of there. Why? Yo, Why? yo, yo, man. Whoa. Why? Hey, Big Ox, I've been there, right, hey, man. Your You're my guy, but dude. Your <laughs> when, when we get the same Houston, game as James Harden, is that why? Because he has the same game as James Harden. When Houston get the number one pick, we'll offer it to Dallas for Luka. We'll do that. 100%. Why? Big Ox, just trade Dylan Green and get Victor, and then Victor and Luka, man. What were we talking about, old dub? No, no, no. Yo, you're not going to build a successful roster around him. 
he doesn't. He, you're not. You're not going to build a successful uh, roster around him. He, he big guy, is he I got a question, big guy. Is it because you think? I've, I've seen you say it before. Is it because him and James Harden had the similar play style? Is that why? You, yeah, they're not. They're not going to win. They're not going to win with him being the centerpiece of the team. Okay, expand about that, please. Just like so, I want to so hear you. So you want uh, him to play off ball locks? I want him. I mean, he got he got to play some type of winning basketball. He, he look he, he he can't guard a wet napkin. He doesn't try. I've never seen. I, I don't think I've seen anybody play worse defense than Luka Doncic. He doesn't. He he's. He doesn't look like he's mentally there anymore. You know, he, he just got back out of shape in the middle of the season. Like, what are you doing? I mean, I know I know they got some good food down there in Dallas, but he, how you put weight on during the like the last stretch of the season? That's he's not, not in shape. Do, you know, it, wait, it you talking be, about trade? It, it, it should be hard to do, Dub. Like, no, hey, you talking about trade? You, you go on a meal plan, you start lifting a little bit more, and then you pack on weight like that. Hey man, turn him to the wolves. He's getting muscle. He's he's getting fat, Dub. Yeah, no, no. Hey man, trade him to the <laughs> hey, trade him to the wolves. Cause the wolves didn't trade cat. I'm sorry, cat is so bad on defense. You talking about bad on defense? That guy is just God. He's just got bad on, on defense. I'm not, a like, fan. I'm not a fan of cat either. I'm far from a fan. Of hey, fellas, fellas, I gotta I gotta get some new guys up here, but appreciate the time y'all spent, man. Y'all be easy, all right? All right. Yeah, appreciate Absolutely. for having me on. No Have problem. a good one, y'all. You too. We're taking Houston though. 100. percent We're taking Houston. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, let me read off some super chats and we'll continue this conversation, Bobby. We don't think we're not going to continue this. Go James, everything that is wrong with LeBron fans, shaking my head. As they do with Stephen KD is better than LeBron and AD point blank dot. I, I agree. They are better than LeBron and AD. How is the Lakers going to beat the Bucks or Celtics? They won't. I think they could beat the Bucks. You think everyone can beat the Bucks? Yes, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bron and AD ain't better than Kobe and Powell. No, that's crazy actually to say. I think LeBron and AD's better. Why why is that crazy? That's just not think. crazy though. Free straight free straight finals appearances, two championships versus a team. Oh, you're going off of what you're going off of what they uh done. Ah, that okay. that was the that was the argument I was hearing about LeBron and AD. I'm just going based off the argument that was presented to me. So Kobe and Powell was a better duo than LeBron and AD. Based on that argument, yeah. As individual players, no. But based on that argument, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not arguing with it. Hey, fellas. How are y'all? So, Bobby, what the hell were you talking about? You were spitting facts. You know, like, it's crazy because it, ha it has to be true. Because, like I said, I just I just made a video, just posted it a couple minutes ago. I jumped on here and y'all was talking about Luca. I kept because I made a short video because I wanted to jump, you know, come come wrap it off for a little bit. And as soon as I jump in the uh, in the in the in the waiting room, y'all talking about Luca Doncic and the problems within. Luca is the problem. Get him out of there. He's the problem, or he's one of the problems. He's the he's biggest part of the problem. problem. <clears throat> the nah, problem. he's part of the problem. He's part of the problem because the problem is defense. I would say, yeah, I would say the problem is with the GM because your job is to build around your team and make sure that your star player has good fit around him. And Mark Cuban just hasn't done that yet. They did have a good fit around him. And then everybody said that they weren't trying to build star talent around Luca. So when they got a star and sacrificed the fit, now it's a problem. Yeah, they low key should have been back with the agree with team. That. I would have kept Jalen Brunson, maybe signed a better center, get Christian Wood up out of there, because he's just – that's not going to win you a championship with seven. You're not winning – no disrespect to Christian Wood, 
But yeah, no, this is better than And uh, but they they had the defense, they had the offense. I just feel like you know they should have built more off of last season than this season. They should have found a start. They should have shooting. That's what they needed. They didn't need this star power that people were begging for. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to know if Luca gets JC Kidd fired after this after the season ends, would the narrative be the same one that they had for Trey Young? It should be because I'm not gonna lie. If Jason Kidd gets fired, that's fucked up. I don't. If he gets fired, I don't. I don't even know what to say to that. That would be. The, well, I'll be I, completely flat. I think he should get fired. I think Jason Kidd should get fired. Whoa. For what, <laughs> for what though? Why? No, I, if I, the, his rotations are are not good. I, like he doesn't have. Y'all wasn't saying that last who year. Who does though. he have? Who's he supposed he to rotate? Y'all yeah, was not saying that last year. That, that, that's my um, issue. Like y'all wasn't saying better make... players last year in the rotation. Yeah, but the, his not first year in Milwaukee, he looked though. good, and then his second year in Milwaukee, he looked trash. I think it's pretty similar. Similar things are happening right now. You really? you I know. Have to I, know. I picked that well, up too. Bro. I'm not gonna hold you, Mars. That's why I'm like, I gotta see another year. Yeah, I think pretty similar things. He looked good in Milwaukee the first year. The second year happened. He was running Giannis at point guard because he couldn't figure out how to use someone who can't shoot. And now he's in Dallas. He looked good the first year. He was looking good in the playoffs, making adjustments. And now this year, he's running lineups where Fio Pinson's getting PT. But, so but you also have to say that the team oh. was better as well last year, too. I mean, of course, it's going to look different when, of course, you, you bring in a star player who's good in Kyrie, but the defense got a lot worse than it already was. So, I mean, of course, he's going to look bad now. You can't really make defensive schemes and – and different setups for players that's just not good defensively. Like. I agree with that too. That's why I say I, I don't. If we're gonna talk about kid being fired, let's wait till next season because don't act as if everybody was on his was on uh, uh was riding the kid train last season Fact. because of what happened, and Fact. then this season happens. Nobody was going crazy on Jason Kidd until when? Until after this trade deadline and they went 8-16. and 16. So let's just wait because I feel as if people getting mad at the rotations and lineups that which you're having. Bro, like Junebug said before, like, who do they have out there? They, he's trying, but there's nobody out there where to make a cohesive defensive unit with that team, and they're losing because of their defense. I'm good. I'm, I'm good with keeping Kidd. And like running it back another year because like this is a pattern with him. But if the Mavericks are because I don't understand like there aren't really like three and D guys for the vet minimum which they would have to do in the off season. So if they run back the same roster and they keep Kyrie, I would consider letting Jason Kidd go for a coach that would fit the all in on the offense style like Mike oh, D'Antoni. No. Because no, no, why no, no. keep well, why keep Jason Kidd if his main focus is defense? And he doesn't have a defender, and you know it's going to struggle. You might as well go all go all in on the offense if you're gonna go oh, all in I, on the offense. Luca with Mike D'Antoni is gonna average 38, 10, and 9. I'm well yeah. aware. And it's going to be it's a fact. Kyrie would have like terrible off uh, defensively. It's gonna be a it just terrible. Uh, you're terrible know, defensively now. Yeah. And they have yeah, a defensive mind. Yeah, 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 okay, Houston had a good defense, first of all. Let's not Houston had a good defense. And what was it? 18 before that. That was my Before that, Mike, Mike D'Antoni's first year was 2018, was it not? Oh, no, okay. 2017. Okay. Uh, was it, it was 27. Okay, my bad, my bad. But they had Ryan Anderson. I mean, they had a good defense. Right? They were, yeah, I think they were 18th. But that's because they had Ryan Anderson starting for them. So, yeah. 
2018, the ones they brought up decent defense with Mike D'Antoni. They were a good defense. 2019, I can't remember what they were. And then 2020, they went with this stupid small ball team. So overall, Mike D'Antoni, the defense wasn't always terrible. But this Dallas defense will have they'll be the worst defense in the NBA with Mike yeah. D'Antoni. But they'll have the best offense. So. You gotta have the best offense. So might, might as well go all in. That's what Jason Kidd's been what, saying anyway. He said he was just trying to outscore teams. Yeah, I see what Jordan is saying. But they should not get this unit, the same unit at all next season. I'm not saying they should keep the same unit. I'm saying it'll be hard to get a better unit. So it's more than likely they'll keep no, the same th- unit. There's a lot of people up for free agency next year. They can get what money do they have? How much? How let me see. Because how they much got they got they got money coming off already. Um there with Kyrie. Kyrie, Kyrie, Christian Wood, and um Powell. Isn't this assuming Kyrie comes back though? Or yeah, I'm assuming, assuming Kyrie, Kyrie comes back though. though. Assuming Kyrie will do anything is a bad idea, but why would yeah, I, I, but this, this whole conversation is based on the duo of Luke Kyrie coming the duo. Yeah. Well, look, yeah, we if, if he assume. says that they, they could sign like uh Brooke Lopez, you know what I'm saying? Brooke no, Lopez they can't. Why not? Brooke Lopez. He's gonna want to. I think he's gonna have. Yeah, yeah he's gonna he's, he's, next year they, they, st- they still they still have Davis they still have Davis Burton seven million seventeen million on the books. They have Ooh. Tim Hardaway's eighteen million on the books. I'm saying they don't have money. They have Reggie Bullock making ten and a half million. Maxi Kleber has three more years at eleven million. Javale McGee has five million on the books. They have a team option on Josh Green. They have from, Lucas forty million. So from what I from what I saw, if from they what I saw, going. they um they're they're clearing seventy million next year with half if, of that is Kyrie. If, yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. They're they're clearing seventy million, but if Kyrie stays and pay, gets the same, they still got 35, 40 mil left. Brooke Lopez, I mean, they don't. I, the, I don't the, think the, Brooke the, the only major one. money, the only major money coming off the books is Dwight Powell's eleven million and Christian Woods fourteen. Everything else is there next season. That's major. So that's twenty five to play with. Pretty much. That's what one or two players, depending on what you're going for. One or yeah, two players even can, one or two players can change things though. Yeah, but who who would the two players? You see what you see they give money to. You see they're giving Tim Hardaway and Davis Burton 17 and 18 million. So yeah, they're not good. We need three agents for like 12 million. Who's really available for that type of price? Austin Reeves is that bag. Like that's what Austin Reeves is getting. So like but see what I'm saying? That's why you need to trade. But they can make they can make trades. They can make things to get some no. guys off the table. What you mean? No. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking uh, about. Well, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have to attach picks to Davis Burton's to get him off the books. Like he's no. Do they have picks? Yeah, they got four. They, they have gotta, to. They have to attach picks to him and Tim Hardaway. They probably have to attach a pick to as well. Yeah. So listen, they can make trades to make that happen, bro. Clear up some cap space and get some room for like a Brook, Jeremy Grant. Uh, I think Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown, you could probably get on twelve mil or some shit like that. I um, highly doubt Bruce Brown leaves Denver to go to Dallas. Highly doubt it. And I doubt Bruce, Brooke Lopez leaves Milwaukee to go to Dallas. Highly doubt Brooke Dallas. Lopez. Brooke Lopez is leaving Milwaukee. I hope everybody does. Okay, your obsession with praying you, on Milwaukee's down. You just you, you can't win. I'm sorry. No, no, you're sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry that I just see the light. Like it is what it is. Like what light? light is, there's no light. It's darkness. Let me, there's no light. Let me tell you why. It's Let me tell darkness. you why. Brooke Lopez is on a contract. Your light right? is alcohol induced. Playing DPOY. He's been playing at, like a DPOY caliber player. And what is he going to do this oh, late stage of his say, career? You're saying the team's going to overpay him. He's going to get money, yes. The team he's to overpay to him will be the one that can pay him the most, which is Milwaukee. Yeah, that's not Dallas. Milwaukee can pay him the most? How can yeah, they pay they, him the most? 
because he's been there for four years now. They have his how bird they, rights. How can they afford him? Because I think you're you're allowed to go over the cap. To you're allowed to overpay for the players you already have. The same no, way that Jalen Brown can get three hundred million from the Celtics and one sixty from everybody else. That's so how much the same you really Golden State way. You really think Milwaukee's going to give him that? You really think Milwaukee? Yes, yes. Tight, bro. He's going to no, get that's that. That's what that's what a GM wants no, to it's okay. No, it's okay. If, if you're praying on that downfall like this, it's fine. Just so they'll give him the match. They'll give him. They'll give him. I didn't say that. They'll they'll give him just as much as any other team. Good trip. So next, what's he getting paid right now, Brook Lopez? Mm. Uh, let me see. 14 to 18. Make some conversation while I go look, because we can't just sit in silence. Make some conversation. Oh, uh, my bad, my bad. I need, I need to. We got low in the chat. What's good, low? Low sick. Get, get better soon, low. And stop yeah, looking on basketball. Yeah, get off that boss of reference. That's what needs to happen. Cheating. Basketball reference. Ah, met, not, not cheating. Ah, ah, better word. Um, Stop. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut it out. What is wrong with you? Yeah, Brooke Lopez is currently on basic, basically 14 mil. He's basically on 14. Yeah, yeah. So he's gonna try to get he's pot he's gonna try to get 20 to 25 20. mil next year. They will give him 20 20 no, 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 no team is no team is yeah, no team's offering a 35-year-old Brooke Lopez. That's happening. Yeah. Bro, no he, way. he's two years. Why, bro? Bro, no they gave didn't how much did Al Horford get uh uh on the Sixers? Al Horford, bro, we're dumb. Don't that, compare anybody that, else. To that us. Al Horford, that Al Horford. There's a team that's dumb, Lopez. Jordan. That's the Ooh. issue. No, 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 no. Yes, no, that no, no. that Al Horford was better than this Brooklyn. No, 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 no. I don't nope. think so. He wasn't. But Jordan, that's right, the right, it, that's the point. You're gonna have a team that's dumb that's gonna give him that contract. And you're thinking I, it's gonna be Dallas? It could be anybody. I hope it's not it Dallas, but, Dallas, it's Dallas, Dallas, but you want it to be Dallas. So why are we talking about Brooke Lopez if you don't want it um, to be Dallas? No, 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 no. I just said we just got on this tangent because I said Brooks not staying on Milwaukee. So now we're on this. Because you right want here. Milwaukee to fail. I don't. I'm real. Brooke Lopez, 35 years old. If you could get 20 to 25 million from somebody else, go out and get that damn bread. That's what that's his mindset. I also that's think Brooke Lopez would, would want to be a winner. Al Wolford is only Al Wolford was only 33, to be fair. That's two years, man. Come on. Hey, 33 to 35 is a big difference. I guess you very difference. big difference. He could get two Bobby years. Knows. He could get two years, oh, 20 oh, mil. Oh. He could get two years, 20 <laughs> mil for Lopez. He could get two years, 20 mil, dear. Deal? You mean two years, 40. Because two years, two years 40. Year. My bad, yeah. 20 per year. Two years, yeah. 40. Two years, 40. I think and he'll get that from Milwaukee. 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 Like, why? Why are we? What? You really? He's yeah. not leaving. But somebody's going to give I, him I can bag, see, I can see him giving him 18. I'm not going too much more than that for these next couple of years. All I'm saying, much more than 18. Brooke, Brooke is going to go. That's, that's Brooke, Brooke is going to go with whoever pays amazing. the most. I, promise. I think his relationship with the Bucks is just too cool for that, bro. Him yeah, Bucks, I'm saying. Bro, Giannis just you paid like one of his fines not too long ago. Like, they real you guys like Brooke is just like, unhappy Brooke, in Milwaukee. Damn, bro. I'm not. Brooke is chilling. No, what are y'all talking about? Let me be man. quiet. Though, that man a ring. leaves no, and does his right. He's going to rub it in. He's not going to Y'all acting like Al Horford wasn't happy in Boston, but he left to go get the fucking bread. Because like, they gave him we gave left, him like, left, 20 he million. Left him he left. They we gave, gave him, him he left twenty million dollars. No, no, you know Al left. Oh. Al left uh, Boston because he didn't know Kyrie was leaving. If he would have knew Kyrie was leaving, he was gonna stay. He left because of Kyrie. All right, Kyrie no, left before stop. Al left. Stop. No, that day Kyrie left before Al left. And Philly also got Al Horford because he was the Embiid stopper and they needed him. Yeah, that was dumb. And, uh, and so we, we paid Tobias hair. Can we not talk about Philly? Can we move on? 
Please. No, my point is you're going to no, have a team. On. You're going to have this. a team, bro. You're going to have a team. I promise y'all. Y'all going to have a team out there that's going uh, that's going to give them that type of bread. They're going to give them money. Shout to Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee, how, how are they? Listen, Such bro. as the Milwaukee Bucks. We shall see. We shall see. We shall I, see. Bucks, I see the, the Bucks, light. The Bucks ain't giving him more than 18 mil. And just because of the relationship he has with the Bucks, listen, bro. He's 35 years old. He won a ring already. He doesn't need to prove anything else in his career. Go get some damn money, bro. Like you're not you Brooke Lopez. About? Yeah, Brooke ain't worried about I'm the bag. I'm just trying to put myself his in his perspective. What are you talking about? Brooke's gonna get the bag from you because guess what? You he's don't know what he'll do either. So what are you? You're right. About? Hey man, he's yeah, not actually you are right. Never mind. I didn't have a rebuttal for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at you. Look at you. Yeah, man. See. Either way, trade Luca. Listen, Brooke. Brooke Lopez. Nuts. Listen, you've had a long and a illustrious career. You go get your damn money, bro. You're really to get this is your pitch to Brooke Lopez to leave Milwaukee. So Giannis can't be the best player in the league anymore. 20 mil attending team for some money. You get 20 mil. You don't you don't accept anything under 20 mil, bro. And Milwaukee will give him 20 mil. I don't understand why you don't think that. Milwaukee done paid everybody else. Bro, they're they paid Chris, they paid Giannis, they paid Drew. Middleton's gonna be on 37 mil. Giannis is gonna be on 40 mil. Drew's gonna be on 33 mil. We'll Fuck it, just give it to Brooke. That's they true. already over the cap. Is it Chris? Bro, just get the rest of the they'll be able to give the rest of Brooke. They're not paying that much. If not Golden State can do it, that's, Milwaukee can do it. That's that's what? That's 40, 37, 30. That's, 100, that's almost 100 mil with three players right there. Mm. Then that's 120 mil off of five players. Like, what are you talking about? Golden State has done the exact same thing. The more he talks, the more I'm kind of agreeing with Dub right now. I don't know. Talk about it, Jude. Talk that's about how it works. It. This is how it works. This, that's that's how 120 it works. mil in five players, bro. Yeah, so Jumbo, where's he gonna go? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna put your question on you. Where's he going? Hey, I ain't say. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, uh, go to another team. Uh, I just said I'm starting to agree with uh, him. Uh, I ain't feel uh, it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Give me a percentage. I say thirty percent. The more yeah, Brooklyn to Chicago, Brooklyn to Chicago. That's what huh? Chicago? Yeah. Where did that come Mars, from? Mars, you're getting Brooklyn? convinced too. You get no. convinced too. No, no. Oh, what? he's just saying stuff. Hey, ain't one of them leaving this offseason, Zach Levine or DeRozan, because they can't work together or something like that? Why would no, you? Vooch is leaving this offseason. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, that's the reason That's trash defense. Bring in Brooklyn Lopez. Good defense. There we go. Same. To still suck. That defense just went up oh. since Pat Bev came over there, right? Or am I yeah, tripping? Pat Bev. Yeah. Am I tripping? Yeah, people been shitting on Pat Bev for some reason. I don't Man, know. I don't know what it is with the hate with Pat Bev, but he really liked that. What do you mean you don't, don't know what it is to hate with Pat Bev? Nah, I'm just saying, though, defensively, he can't do nothing defensively. I understand hate him as a person or whatever. He be doing a lot of crazy the wild old, stuff, like pushing CPT. OG Dylan Brooks. Are we not, why are we pretending like we don't know why people hate Pat Bev? What? No, I, no, no, no. I mean, as a player, as a person, we know why people don't like him. He does I mean, a lot of Russ, stuff. But, but as a player, he really likes that defensively. People don't like Pat Bev because he was on the Lakers giving them like four points. But hasn't Pat Bev like four points his whole career? Has Pat Bev really been a scorer? But he was next to LeBron Like This is pretty – How much is Vando scoring? They love Vando. When you're next to LeBron James, when you're next to LeBron James, when the team is not good, 
they will look for people to blame. Patrick uh, Beverly scored points James. from twenty five. Nah, people been really hating get blamed before he got to the Lakers. They were they because were, of they Russell were, Westbrook. I don't think it was Yo, Russell, when, was, when Russell was Westbrook, Westbrook said that Patrick Beverly would be tricky. No, I'm not saying it's justified. I'm saying you Russell know what Westbrook it was. Know what it was? Yeah, Bev, don't play defense. Up, when he stood up on them stands, throwing his shirt and everything. I ain't got like, to play and win. That's why people hate Pat Bev. But you know what? Yeah, I, I kind of kissing his girl. But you know what? Man. I understood the, the moment no, for Pat Bev. I no, understood really, the moment for no, Pat Bev. No, I no. just didn't. I didn't understand the moment for like you won a play in game and you were crying he like you were against the last team. He beat the Clippers. That was yeah. his, that was his that was that used to be his team. Was, that was know that game and, was and he balled out. out. He was he was playing great. Not gonna lie. Hey, so, you, so so you 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 want them cats that be at, at open gym and be like, bro, why are you playing so hard, bro? Back up. It's just open gym. <laughs> if you defend my knee in open gym, I'm going to fight you. Yes. You talking about me? Yo, yo, yeah. you, nah, I'm, Actually, talking, yes. I'm talking about bro, I'm talking about bro right oh. But my th- my thing is like if now I, I understand doing too much, you know, like if you gotta wide up a fast break, running and like doing too much, like I understand that. But cat like cats want you to not compete because like you know I'm not saying Pat Bev. I'm not saying you should hate. I'm not saying you should hate Pat Bev. I'm saying that's why Pat Bev is hated. I'm not saying I hate Pat Bev. I love right. Pat Bev. Yeah, I like remember when that when De- in, in that video when Devin Booker what? was like, "Bro, we're not we're not for the double team." We're not. He can't handle a double team. I don't care. I don't care if we had the YMCA, we had the junior high school up the street, but if we want the court, <laughs> bro. I'm, we got to play hard. We got to compete. And Pat Pat Bev got that dog in you. People hate that. They want they want Pat Bev to just watch. No, you just watch me score. No, the issue is the issue is is with this, which is why I hate people because they're inconsistent. If this was LeBron, they would be fine with it. If this was a guy who was that on that caliber, 30. a Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Cat, they would be fine with it. Yeah, people because, love scores that can shake because, up. They don't because, love people because that... Because it's a role player. They're like, yeah. bro, you're not even that good. Why are you acting like this? That's exactly and what I they hate do to that, Brooks. And I hate that way of thinking. I hate that way of thinking. I, I understand it. Defense I mean, nah, it's, in this era because people's like, yeah, defensively, people like ticket. Oh, defensively, this era is <laughs> Like, anybody could be a good defender. And it's just like, bro. And then to say stupid stuff like, oh, um... Um, they're trying to get rid of the big man. The big man is just a, being exclusive when the last four or five MVPs been have been big men. Like, bro, what are you talking about? The big man is still here in the league. It, it's just not about the, the league as a big man. No one wants to see back down dunks for the whole 48 minutes, bro. We over that. We want to see threes now. We want to see twos now. Like he's losing me. He's losing me. He's losing me. He's speaking. No, 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 That's what y'all want to see. Y'all want to see 90s era basketball right now. I've always said my favorite time to watch basketball, like when I go back and watch, is always the 2000s. No, I'm saying, do you want to see that? Well, two basketball look a little different. I'm not. I'm not. Ever, I'm not a fan of illegal defense. I'm, I was never a fan of it. Every time I watch it, I'm like, at the same. I'm not really. It legit look like like New York like open runs when they would just clear out and everybody would just like walk down. That's what illegal defense was. Two thousands was a great era to watch because you had guys who could play with, uh, on the perimeter, get a lot of buckets, and do phenomenal stuff. At the same time, you had guys in the post really getting to work. You know, post fade away, working with the uh, pivots and everything. You just don't That's see that. A lot of talented guys. Higher level, bro. It's not huh? the same as the '90s where people are just backing down, dunking and shit. I mean, it's the Who same. Was backing down, just dunking. Besides Shaq in the '90s, 
Uh, Charles, Charles Barkley was kind of abusing the no five second rule. Yeah, that 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 yeah. He, he was abusing Chuck, that. And that, that Chuck and Shaq. Cool. But I still I, I still would rather watch the game slow down a little bit than playing that style. Than I would rather watch guys just run up and down the court, fire three, run down, fire three, run down, fire three. Yeah, so I can't. Uh, I can't. Just I can't the Kings watch. fan. I don't like that. I don't run. I don't. I don't. I don't run their offense. I'm not the one to tell them how to play. <laughs> 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 I don't, I don't, I don't, hey, they don't. They don't listen to nothing else. They don't. They don't know I exist. You know what I'm saying? I just don't like that style of basketball. Like the beam. Like the beam. Yeah, I agree. I'm not gonna lie. Some games I'll be watching. I'm just like, bro. Like, why are these guys just pulling this up all the time? Like. Run some like, plays. Like, watching Jordan Poole play basketball is no, irritating. On top, on top of the key, you get a pick, you pulling that yeah. bitch up. It's like, come yeah, on. Yeah, watching Poole like, play sometimes is aggravating, bro. He really be bitching me out sometimes. It's not, as much, it's not as much plays being ran as it was like in the 2000s and 2010s. How do y'all like, feel about the Warriors transition game? game. Back. Y'all think they're going to make a run now with Wiggins, their best defensive no. player? No. Okay, no, not that best defensive player. Second of all, no. who's that best defensive player? Draymond Green. Draymond Green. All right, who's that second best defender? Then? Andrew Wiggins. All right, we'll take that. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. Draymond actually, no, Gary Payton the second, but maybe that's just me. But playing as well. But I did see Andrew Wiggins in the finals last year just completely shut down Jason Tatum, bro. So I feel like in a playoff setting, Andrew Wiggins is fired defensively. We got GP two back. We all together. Oh, oh you're a Warriors fan. Okay. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, you were too. Yes, everybody else. Yeah, he I, hates I, everybody I, else. this year. You're gonna be trying to come back. No, stay in Houston with Bam Bam. Who's gonna get the first thirty minutes of the game? Stay, I'm stay there. I'm comfortable in Houston. I'm comfortable. But when when the Warriors are comfortable out, watching them play, I want to yeah. see all these these change because if we start now, who are we gonna play in the first? You round? like it? I love it. Right now, you're the uh, season to play the Kings, I think. I, think I swear y'all lose to the Kings. I Easy swear y'all not beating the Kings, bro. Easy work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I think the yeah, Warriors be the Kings. Kings. Easy work. I love the Kings. I want them to go far this year. But if they face the Warriors first round. They're beating y'all in six. Easy guys. In six. Hey, real quick, real quick. Who do you guys think? Who do you guys think will be like a first round upset? Like besides the Kings, like who do you think is a team who's a high seed and will lose in the first round? Everybody Memphis. says Memphis. Celtics. Oh my God. Celtics. Celtics. Yeah, Celtics. Hey, hey, if Boston play Miami, I hey, love Celtics. It's a chance. Whoever, whoever it's Miami a play, whoever, whoever Miami can beat whoever they play. Yes. If Miami, I feel comfortable. I feel more comfortable with Miami facing the Bucks than Boston. I try not to come uh, on. Every time Doug brings up the I'm, I'm ignoring it from now. We just took them to seven. Hey, wait, Doug, Doug, I don't think it's crazy. Doug, I don't think it's crazy, but I'm just ignoring you every time you bring on the bucks now. Oh, uh, uh, right, right, right. Is that true? Isn't that true, though? No, it's valid. It's valid. No, they got a shot. They can beat anybody. They can beat. I think the Celtics are better than the Bucks, but Miami has a better chance to get a the chance of beating the Bucks. Beating the Celtics, I mean. they don't. They don't got. They don't got nothing for the Bucks. We play our best against them, and they always struggle against us. Giannis, I think y'all play our best. They switch y'all. The last like time y'all played. I just think I just think we need to put some respect on Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler's been heaping since he was done. Jimmy's a dog. Facts, facts. I don't get it. PG Jumbug to a different. Man, especially when it's close. Jimmy's better than Paul George. That's not even a debate. Chill out. The the some people, some people, not you, me, not oh, you, bro. Better than no Are we talking all timer this year? Either all time one. and this year. 
Jim Butler one. Jim Butler. Jim Butler's just bad. Pick one. I keep taking Indiana, uh, Paul George over all of them, bro. In, Indiana, Paul George isn't even the best. It's player. not the best, Paul George. No, nah, I like I liked him in Indiana. Indiana Paul George well, is the worst. Paul George. I, I think OKC Paul George is the best Paul George. Oh, OKC OKC Paul George is for sure the best Paul George. Sure. And the Clippers one is better than the Pacers one. But J- but Jimmy not, Jimmy Jimmy Butler is just better. Jimmy in Miami the is better than all of Paul George. Hezzy right Tween community just don't like Jimmy Butler because they hate him. He ain't got Hezzy Tween. No, but but he, 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 he got a little he, bit. He, he, Jimmy, yeah, he, he, he is underrated. In Chicago, in Chicago, Jimmy, Jimmy had that. Hey, wait, so more, Mars, Mars. So all the all the cats that choose vanity over production, that's the Hezzy Twin community. Yes. yes. Yeah, that, that has his Oh, okay. I like oh, that. Yeah. I'm semi. I'm semi a part of it. Yeah, Dobbin's semi between, but Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's his exception. Jimmy Butler's his Jimmy's exception. Jimmy's my guy, bro. He's a dog. Jimmy, Can't Dub hates me. watching Jimmy play, though. Now, Jimmy Butler's Jimmy Butler just really good at basketball. <laughs> so, so that's like, how you know. Um, yes. That's how you know I'm really – because I don't like watching Jimmy Butler play at he all. hates it. Because like, like watching Julius Randle like, play. That's my guy, though. You feel me? It's like – Nobody likes watching Julius Randle. They be cooking, bro. Y'all don't watch him. Y'all stop watching Julius Randle. I be watching Jimmy. I watched that Timberwolves game. That was the nastiest 50 piece I've seen. You just do it against the watching. I be watching Jimmy, but I'm like, that nasty ass game winner. He got a back. He said the ugliest bag. He dropped the ball four times and he gets a double bang from Mike Green, man. That's crazy. He got the double bang? It was crazy. No way. Mellow ain't get the double bank. He gave it to Julius. All right. No, still uh, first round upsets. I'm taking the Celtics and I'm taking whatever Philly plays, honestly. I'm taking the Nuggets. Unless it's Brooklyn. Philly can lose. Philly's folding. Philly's Philly's. I don't see Philly losing. James Harden's getting in the playoff mode already. I feel like Embiid got to give us 30 a game and we might fuck around. Brooklyn's not moving me. Brooklyn's not moving me. No, they Sure. If they even Toronto, if they no, shoot more consistently, I like Brooklyn. Their defense is tough, bro. They be like Brooklyn's up. defense is what? It's what? tough. They're all no, it's not. Watch the games, bro. <laughs> you don't watch the games. You don't watch the games. You spend your time making fucking profile pictures of everybody up here. You don't watch the games, bro. And stop sleeping. You can't just keep watching the same old people, your same two, three teams, and then try to tell me about a team that I consistently watch, bro. You don't watch everybody. I, I watch everybody. Every no, you don't, don't, bro. We're capping now. We're capping now. Oh, okay. Liar. Bro, You're a liar. I have a website I can give y'all. Y'all can watch any game y'all want to, bro. Y'all can do the I same. I got Stream East. I don't need your website. You don't watch you the games. To, you need to do the same research, Jordan. We know that you got to work. You got a nine to five. But you can watch more than the same two, three teams play and then come back and tell me about how they do. You watch Jordan Poole shoot transition threes for a living. I'm not trying to hear what you're talking uh, about. I don't watch the <laughs> Warriors, bro, even though Jordan Poole do piss You me don't off. watch your favorite team? He's not doing no transition threes. I said I don't watch just the Warriors, man. Take the hoodie off and listen to me well, bro. I don't watch mm. just um, You're cooked. You're cooked. That's mm. crazy. Says the – yep. you got you to be out on, on a cold cooking yep. session. That's crazy, yep. bro. Facts. I'm appreciate the time. Appreciate the time y'all spent, though, bro, for real. I do have a question, though. What's up? How many passes do y'all think MPJ averages a game? Passes. None. Um, None. If we're, if we're realistic. Five. 
Okay, does no. it count as a pass if he was trying to shoot, but then someone came and tried to double team him? <laughs> no. Are you giving no. him credit for that? No. Oh, that no. doesn't count? Like, like no. Yo, like, Mars like, always uses that for inbound passes count? Yeah, their gravity, when they're able to be double team and pass the ball out, that makes them a better playmaker, so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like four passes a game? Do inbound passes count? There was a stretch where, no, there was a stretch where MPJ oh. went, like, it was like five games. He was averaging like two assists a game. It was crazy. God bless him, bro. Y'all be easy, though, bro. Peace. Right. Peace out. All right, Dev. Appreciate you. I'm going to dip, too. Love you, bro. Right, appreciate, you. You, appreciate you. Shout out to MPJ, man. Yeah. Allergic to passing the ball. I wonder if there's a stat. I wanted to see if that's a stat. P- well, pop, um, I'll look it up. I'm the stat guy. Don't worry. Yeah, I got I, You are. Uh, why is defense an issue with Dallas and now sack? Is it the lack of leadership with Luca? I just think their offense just runs better than uh, uh, Sacramento. I mean, than uh, the Dallas Mavericks. So they're able they push the pace, they uh, perform at a high level, and then they actually have like some guys where they could make some key stops, where the Dallas Mavericks really don't have that. So, do you have do you have something to say to that, Mars? Are you still looking that up? I'm still looking it up, but um. Sacramento just have better defensive pieces than Dallas. Yeah. So we agree. If LeBron and KD switch career uh, star teammates, who would be more accomplished or have a better career? LeBron. Eh. No, I'm not even going to lie. I think the same eh. thing happens. Eh, I mean, you put you put LeBron on that Golden State team, they rattle off, what, free straight? I mean, Katie was going with three straight too, but then he got hurt. Yeah, so, but LeBron I mean, doesn't. LeBron, ooh, LeBron was hurt in 2019 though. He was. So they don't win in 2019. They go back to back. They go back to back easy, 100. percent Oh, but LeBron did come back healthy that season though, so he's probably there for the playoffs. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, they they rattle off three straight in Golden State because in of Bro- yeah, in Brooklyn, the first year. Okay, LeBron's they there lose. in 2020. But Kyrie they lose in 2021. But Kyrie is in there, so they lose. And then 2021, they lose again. And then this year, he leaves. He goes to Phoenix. No, 2022, they lose. To, they lost to Boston. I don't, I don't think. think I don't think LeBron loses to Boston. I don't think they lose to Boston. But I don't think they win a chip though. Yeah, but, so you got Boston. Then they Milwaukee with no Chris Middleton. They probably beat them. Conference Finals was who Miami. A conference Finals with Miami, yeah. Boston, but uh, at that point, he's without Kyrie. But is he beating the Warriors? I oh, know Kyrie. I don't know. I don't. I don't think LeBron wins with Russell Westbrook though. Like the whole OKC time, I don't think LeBron can win with Russell Westbrook. I don't think so either. So the whole time with Russ, LeBron is not winning. That whole time with Russ, he might not even go to the finals. But even if he does, and we're switching them, KD with D Wade and them boys, I think they beat them. Um. So LeBron really. Because of health, he wins three straight with the Golden State Warriors mm-hmm. and then doesn't win any other ring outside of that. Mm-hmm. And KD, I'd say KD wins 2011 against Dallas. He wins 2011, 2012, 2013. He may still lose in 2014. I don't know if he wins 2013. LeBron that, had a. That's, that Spurs team was tough and they i mean i know they won like barely but lebron also wasn't fantastic in that series but i don't know 
D Wade was starting to fall off. KD lacking playmaking at that time. I think he was 2011 and 2012 guaranteed. Okay. 2013 and 14, I'm not sure. Then he goes back to Cleveland. 2015, they lose because no Kyrie, Kevin Love. 2016, I think they lose again because I don't. And then 2017, LeBron is on Golden State at that point. So he loses. I think he has two and LeBron has three. Because I don't I, think he wins. Ooh, does he win in the 2020. bubble? I think he does wins he in win the it? bubble too. I, I really think, do think they, because like you said, facing Miami, they were hurt. Facing Dame uh, in Portland, then facing James Harden in the Rockets. I think KD with uh, AD, they win in 2020. They win in 2011. They win in 2012. I would give it to KD in 2013, but if we're not going to do that, that's fine. But even So then, it's 3-3. Free, free. It's 3-3. Three, three. Oh, and I don't is. even know. And I don't even know if LeBron makes it to the finals with Russ and them boys. And I don't know why I'm. Someone just said I'm just trying. I mean, first of all, this is a hypothetical we can never prove. So if you think I'm wrong, you think I'm wrong. But there's literally no way for anyone to prove this. I'm just saying what I think would happen in this real crazy hypothetical situation. So shut up. KD was hurt in the bubble. We're cooked. He had a torn Achilles. True. Yep. Two, three, two to LeBron. There we go. Three, two. Even then, it's still like. The bar's not far from each other. So that just, in my head, bro, that, that's why I said this whole ring logic and ring talks is so stupid in my opinion because it's like, look, we got LeBron James and Kevin Durant, and people think there's a crazy gap between the two. But if LeBron was in KD's shoes, he's only winning three rings. And then Kevin Durant, if Kevin Durant is in LeBron's shoes, they win two, maybe three. I can't, like the find, rings MPJ. I can't find Parsons. That's for MPJ. Oh, uh, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on, hold on. You found it. You found it. Uh, oh, I thought I did. Um, okay. Hmm. He passes it to Jokic six times a game. <laughs> Everybody does, though. That don't, that don't count. So, okay. Of guys who are, like, regulars in the rotation, it's 1.6 to KCP, 1.8 to Aaron Gordon, Three to Bruce Brown, five to Jamal Murray, and six to Jokic. So that's about what fourteen passes a game. Still not great. Yeah, fourteen passes a game, and you're playing starting minutes. So yeah, so <laughs> this this goes. Actually, I'm glad that that person asked the question because I never thought about that. That goes to show me that if LeBron went through Kevin Durant's route for his career, the same narrative would be spent on LeBron James. About he couldn't get anything. Westbrook, and then he only one with Steph Curry. He could only have won with Stephen Curry. He couldn't win on OKC. He couldn't win on anybody else besides that uh, uh, Golden State Warriors unit. So a guy and so great, a guy who's as great as LeBron James, even he would have the same narrative about him if he was in Kevin Durant's shoes, which is crazy to me. That's going to be an interesting TikTok clip because they're going to talk about the super teams KD's had. I know. I'm and. Yeah, I can't wait to make it. <laughs> that's why That's why I just repeated myself right now so I could just end it all. Yeah, I, I figured, I figured. Yeah. W clip. W clip. Hey, fellas. How are y'all? What's good? What's good? We're good, man. We're good. Yo, yes, we're yes, yes, yes. We hear you guys. We hear you guys. Best spot-up shooter in the league. Clay Thompson. Is that, is that someone who only spots up or just who I want? Dylan Brooks. Who you want to spot up? Who you want to spot up, Lars? Steph, Steph Curry. Uh, I'm, taking, right, I'm, I'm taking Steph Curry to shoot over anyone. So. Okay, okay. That's cool. That's cool. I'm picking Clay, though. I'm not going to lie. I'm picking Clay. 
Honestly, if you look at Steph's spot up numbers, they're probably not that they're probably not that far off from Clay. I I don't disagree. I mean, Clay mainly spots up. Okay, so we're, we're talking about like literally just stand on like the wing and wait, not just catch and shoot, right? Because uh, that's not spoiling up. No, stand, stand still, no. catch and shoot, right? Yeah, no, I get you. Because Clay, 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 and Curry move like Clay, Clay, Clay gets a lot more spot ups than let's let's look at the stats and see who the best spot up player in the god league. damn. It's gotta be Luke Kennard, today. probably. Let's look at the stats. Luke Kennard as the yeah. best, Desmond Bain. In terms of percentage, I think, or one, nah, one of the I think same. I think Luke Kennard could possibly be over Bane. But Bane is Bane could be up there. Of them of people who have more than two spot ups a game, like two a game. I mean KD Tyler and Phoenix is only six games, so that doesn't really count. Um Josh Hart in 22 games for the Knicks has an effective field goal percentage of 76.9%. Luke Kennard since joining Memphis is 73.8%. K- KD in Brooklyn as a spot up was 71.2% EFG. Wow. Um, but I think it, I think the answer is Luke Kennard, like based on the numbers. I think it's Luke Kennard. I know ball, man. I just, I uh, who would ball. you pick? Would you pick Clay or Luke? I'm picking Clay. I'm taking Clay over Luke Kennard. I'm taking Steph Curry over all these guys, but Steph Curry hasn't appeared on the list. He's only at 64.3% EFG, not that guy. What's Luke Kennard's volume? I'm picking Clay, bro. Um, Luke Kennard in Memphis, 2.9 um, possessions a game. On the Clippers, it was 2.4. So around two and a half a game. And the, it's like 70% EFG. So. Luke Kennard also doesn't take the shots Clay takes. Like, Clay takes tougher shots. That's on Clay, though. Clay be pulling up some bullshit. Oh, wait, no. This is only spot up. I don't know why the uh, Clippers traded him. Clay, Clay hasn't even appeared on the list. That's crazy. Mm. Uh, is Tyler Hero on that list? Uh... I wonder how many threes Clay is taking this year. It's take a, he takes I think, a he, lot. I think he. I think he leads the league in attempts. Yeah, because I know he, he's been but, he's been jacking, bro. But he shoots pretty good from the um three pointer steel though. Facts. He's around on like four. Clay, Clay Clay's effective field goal percentage on spot ups is fifty eight point six. Is Buddy Hield on that list? Uh, Buddy Hields. Just keep naming players and I'll just keep telling you. Trey Murphy. Um, Trey Trey Murphy, 58.1. Oh, I got Jabari Smith for four games. Oh, my God. Jabari Jabari Smith, 47.2. This man, Clay Thompson, has shot over. Oh, Isaiah Joe is a good one. Isaiah Joe is a good one. This man shot his over 700. 58.1 for Isaiah Joe. Joel Embiid is at sixty point three. What about um? What about MPJ? Oh yeah, I just saw him. Um, MPJ sixty three point five. Speaking about MPJ's contract is always crazy to me that he got that much money with that back. U- Utah Watanabe sixty four point four. Potential sales, man. Potential sales. Austin Reeves is fifty eight point five. Austin Reeves, the goal. Corey Kispert sixty four point two. KD is the most efficient spot shooter in the game based on this. Oh, KD. There we go. KD's not a bad one. I'll go with that. The numbers support it. His EFG (laughs) is 88.1 on spot since he's right here. 88.1? God. It's only only a six-game sample, but yeah, 88.1. That's that's enough for me, man. KD's the Thierry Henry of basketball. 
just, just go beyond the six games though. Like all out of, as all time shooters with KD be number one when it comes besides like I mean be, behind Stephen Curry, but like just in general one of the most efficient shooters ever. He's one off. I wouldn't put him in. I think I last time I like just, made a list. I had I had him like fifth or like joint fifth with Larry Bird. I think. I think he's a better shooter than Larry Bird. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't argue too so, much. What about what about Steve Nash? I have Steve Nash at number four or three. What does Larry Bird rank as a shooter? Like five or six for me. Is he over Dirk? Yes. Yes. Larry so, Bird's uh, over Dirk. Larry Bird shooter. I have Larry Bird. I have Dirk at like seven. But I think if he, if I didn't like air attacks or adjust for error, I think Dirk could be over him. But I think Larry Bird was so transcendent for his era in terms of how good of a shoe he was. I kind of uh, let bump him up. Yeah. If you just put them both like at the same time shooting, Dirk might be better, but Larry Bird was so like ahead of his time. Yeah, he was, he was plus, so much better like than the rest of the 10. league. Yeah, he was so much uh, better than the rest of the league that I have him higher. I got you. So is Ray Allen is Ray Allen like two or three? I got Steph, Ray, Reggie, Nash, and then KD and Bird is that fifth spot. And then Dirk is like seven. Clay Thompson's not a part of this list at all. No, is Kobe is Kobe better than Clay. Wait, this shooting, 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 shooting. Okay, so not three point shooting, but jump shooting. Page Page Soyakovich. Better than Clay? Yeah. No. No. I got Mark Price better than Clay. Mark Price is better Mark than three-point I mean, not three-point shooting. Mark Price is a better shooter than Clay to me. Mark what do you Price rank Clay Thompson? He's like top 15. Just a shooter, though. He might, he might be top 10. Team. I don't know. but I like, is, I don't, Dame, is Dame over him? Dame over Clay. Um, Dame. I would say so. He might be. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. But I they're do. both in that top 15 range. Kyrie. He also takes way too Kyrie's, Kyrie's up there me, to me. Kyrie's, Kyrie's probably also in that top 15 range. Is he better than Clay? I'd say Kyrie's better than I don't Clay. Know, I, I'd have to really think about it because right now this is off the top. I'd lean to I'd probably favor Kyrie. I think Kyrie's I mid-range um, shooting is way better than Clay's. Oh, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think... I, I also factor in free throw shooting when I'm... That's what I'm saying. Because well. And I think Kyrie shoots... Really? A, I think yeah, Kyrie's a better Shooting is shooting and free throw shooting matters. I you're think one of the few people that said it, I, I swear to God, Mars, you're like one of the only people that I've ever heard do that ever. In my like, life. like, for example, like this is just having free not in the, like, that's that's shooting the that's ball. So like, crazy. Like, that, that's sh- that's shooting the ball, and it's the only like free no, throw yeah, shooting doesn't change. I think free throw shooting is like the only thing that doesn't change. It's the same throughout all of history. It's free throw shooting. It's the same for everyone. I think that Mars, tells you Nah, bro. I've never heard anybody. I've never I've never heard anybody rank players or. Yeah, that's why I hate true shooting. So wait, so you don't consider free throw shooting as a part of a player's shooting ability? No, I just don't. Interesting. Because free throws, like, it's like what is it's a free throw, like. Like I, I think, I think a really strong, I think, I think a really strong argument for why. I think a really strong argument for why. It's literally called a free throw. Yeah, and if you can't make it, you're not a good shooter. Yeah, it's rare to have a great shooter. Like like a big reason why I think LeBron is a worse shooter than Kobe is he's really bad at free throws. The mid range <laughs> game isn't good. Like his free throws, and he's just so, so you can't shooter. you can't name me yeah, a top is, five. I, I, I think, yeah. You can't name me a top five shooter in the league that's not a good free throw shooter. Um, was Steve Novak a good uh free throw shooter? I assume he, so he just never got to the line a lot. He never got to the line a lot because he was living at the three point line. But when he got there, I'm assuming he was making it. Let me check. 
for his I, career. I is, like his, he's eighty-seven percent, but he took one every five games. Nah, I'm just saying. Like I'm just shaky. I'm just saying. Like when I'm when I'm ranking players and everything, it's like, like yeah, Luka Doncic is another one. He's not a good free throw shooter. I don't consider him a great. But he's shooter. not a great shooter. Yeah, yeah but I he's not. Know. He's not a great three point shooter though. So it's like, if yeah, he was a good yeah, shooter, not, but. If he was a good shooter, right? some... score. He's okay, Lonzo, Lonzo Ball, Lonzo, Lonzo Ball is someone. Lonzo, I can, don't consider him an elite shooter because he's not great at free throws. I don't get that. I mean, I get, I get it, but then I don't get it because in my head it's like, all right. Have this ever been a guy? A guy it's, it's, it's about getting to. I get it. About, I get it uh, that there hasn't line, been a guy. There has. It hasn't been a guy where they've been to the free throw line. Like the free throw percentage isn't that high up, but if a dude is like forty percent from three. And then he's a good mid-range. He's a good mid-range shooter too, and but he's like an eighty percent free throw shooter. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, but I'm not saying anything about apes. I'm saying bad free throw shooter. And bad. The, the people in the chat. I'm not saying free throws matter more than everything. I'm saying I count it. It matters to me. It's a part of the equation. I'm not saying really? free throws. No, no, Mars. I, I agree with you, Mars. I, I yeah, agree with somebody, you. So you hold somebody idea. higher up if they're shooting a, a higher free throw percentage. Well, I will. If I think you guys are equal in terms of three point shooting ability, equal in terms of mid range shooting ability, and one's a clearly better free throw shooter, you're a better shooter to me. Or if if one is slightly better from free, like let's say one's forty two percent from free, one's forty percent from free. The other guy, you're both basically equal from the free from mid range, and one shoots ninety two percent from free throw, and one shoots eighty percent. I think you're a better shooter. Yeah, uh, Mars, use a uh, use a uh, Andrew Wiggins. Didn't he have like a? Yeah, Andrew Wiggins can't make free throws. Andrew Wiggins, and he's not he's not a great shooter to me. But yeah, I, I just, think I think Lonzo Ball was like Lonzo Ball was a good one. He shot like forty. He doesn't shoot the mid range either, though. Yeah, he shot like forty from free. The thing is, like, you're you're the you're literally like the first person I've ever heard bring shooting into this equation. Like you're the first person. I'm I'm I thought it was pretty common that free throw shooting is part of shooting. It's a yeah, part. Usually of, say you, it's a part of shooting, say, but that's what I'm it's, saying. So it's part it's term, of it. It's not term, the whole equation. In terms of rank, of in terms of ranking players and everything, like nobody's like, in my at least from my recollection, bro, nobody's like, yeah, Steve Nash is such a better shooter than this guy because of his free throws. No, I can't think of any all-time great shooter who's below like 87 percent from the free throw line. Yeah, it's usually just a given that you're good at free throws. Yeah, it's, so it's usually, it's usually just like a prerequisite. Like most of them are just that good. And if you can name one who wasn't elite from the free throw line, I'll listen, but I'm yet to hear one. Dirk Nowitzki was 90%. Larry Bird. Yeah, like, that's why I said like, KD's that's, like eight, that's, that's why I said nobody really talks say, about that because cool. all the good, a lot of great shooters exactly. that's automatically. Point, but it's, yeah, but it's still. I just like, don't use that as a point. I just don't so, use that as a so point. Mars, I never most of them, most of them Mars, are great, but if one Mars. of them was bad, I guarantee it would be a point. Okay, so how, hmm. so Mars, how much would you weigh the free throw? If you had to like put percentages on three-pointer, mid-range, and then free throws, like where would like the pie slice, like how big is that pie with free throw shooting? Um... Okay, so for three point shooting would be like forty five percent. Yeah, mid range. I hope like, everyone knows nobody's arguing up here. Like mid range, mid range shooting would be like forty percent, and then like fifteen percent would be like free throws. Okay, you see, I agree with that. I agree with that for sure. I think, I think, um, I think Steve Nash should be like top three shooter of all time. I was looking, at, I was just watching some Steve Nash. He, I know everybody talks about like how. Larry Bird averages basically a 50 40 90 for his career. That argument works against Steve Nash better than anybody because he he was like 40 something percent from the like 48 percent from the field, 40 from the free from the three pointer, and, and 90 something from the um free throw. And it's like 
the only reason why we didn't see Steve Nash is as much as like why he didn't flourish as a shooter is just because of his volume. Steve Nash time in Phoenix, he was 50-49. I hate 50-49. He is like a measuring stick, but his time in Phoenix, the second time, his time in Phoenix was he was 50-49 just if you average out for the whole time. Is Steve Nash top five for you? Yes. Who's he over? KD and Bird. Perfect. Oh, no. So he's top three. No, who's top wait, four. Top right, four. Right, yeah, he's fourth. He's who's fourth. wait? Who's over? Who's, who's the third then? I think I got Reggie. I wouldn't argue against KD because KD and Bird is tough for me because KD like might be the best mid range shooter of all time. Yeah. So plus the the shot the difficulty of the shots he takes is just so you got Nash over Clay too. That's crazy. Oh, Nash over Clay. I don't think it's close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think it's no, close. no, no. Yeah. But. Yeah, I I just that was interesting. I thought I thought most people just maybe maybe may, I thought even subconsciously I thought people just valued free throws when they talk about shooting. Nah, okay. not no nobody, not a lot of people I talk to bring that up at all. Oh. Yeah, because I, I don't think it's something people bring up. But I think like subconsciously, like when they're talking about shooting, like I think if you talk to someone about like LeBron James shooting ability, I think subconsciously they think about free throws. Nah, they think about the mid-range, the inconsistency and the threes more, and then they'll bring up the free throw shooting maybe like uh, every now and then, but nah, I don't hear a lot of people bring that. I think I hear people. I think it just ties in. Ball. He's not a good free throw shooter. When people compare when people co- compare Kobe Bryant and LeBron James shooting ability, I hate it. how many I times do it. people bring up free throw shooting though? I don't hear a lot of people. How many times do they bring up how they're guarded? Really, really want to be nasty, I guess. Like Pope, uh, yeah, people, I, I hate people yeah, don't bring up percentage. a lot of people don't bring up free throw shooting comparing Kobe and then Kobe to like LeBron shooting. I do, I do. I've heard free throw percentage bring up like uh, LeBron and Jordan because I, I think free throws throughout history, like going back to George Michael, it's been the same throughout all of history. It's like the one objective way to measure how good someone is at shooting. Back in the day, there was no three point line, there was no percentages on mid range. We could see how good of a free throw shooter people were. It was something that it hasn't changed the whole time. You can look at Oscar Robertson's free throw percentage, and you can look at Steph Curry's free throw percentage, and you can see how good of free throw shooters they were. That, like, for me, it's just something that I think it always matters when you're judging about talking about someone shooting, I believe. For sure, I think. Yeah, I, think, I don't think you should even need free throw percentage for something like Kobe and LeBron. Yeah, I think, I think you can just I think watch them and yeah, tell I, one I is being guarded way yeah. more on the three point line. Yeah, that shit, that shit don't matter to me. Yeah, that's why I think pure percentages when it comes to shooting is kind of disingenuous because it just doesn't pay attention to how those shots are generated, the difficulty of those shots, and the overall skill it takes to be able to make and take the shots that are being taken. Yeah. You asked Miami Heat fans, Tyler Harrow's a bad shooter. Whatever. Like Isaac Okoro is thirty six percent from free, but when they're all being when he's being left wide open in the corner, thirty six percent isn't that good compared to Trey Young, who's like thirty four percent, but he's taking a much higher degree of difficulty, and people are actually guarding him from there. It doesn't mean that Isaac Okoro is a better shooter than Trey Young. I know the volume is different, but it's just a point being made. That's it. Yeah. Yo, Mars and Dub, I wanted to hear which you guys is um top five defenders of all time. Oh, just just defenders. It could be big man, wings. It don't matter. Bill Russell, Hakeem, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett. Um, All right, that's four bigs. You gotta give me one wing there. Scotty. Oh, then the the wing the wing would probably be Kawhi or Scotty, but neither of them are my top five. But it'd be one of those two. I got I got Hakeem, Kareem. No, no, shit, my bad. Yeah, I was going to Hakeem, Hakeem, KG, Scotty, uh, Dennis Rodman. No, Bill Russell. 
Yeah, he's not. He's not doing that. He's not I fucking play on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dennis, I put Dennis Rodman. Um, and then in the fifth spot, Dennis Rodman over Ben Wallace. Yeah. Wait, Mars, you uh, you wait. You didn't even say Ben. Um, Dennis Rodman. Oh, you asked me for you asked me to name a wing. Okay, wait. Would would, would Dennis Rodman have been that fifth guy? No, but you asked me to name a wing. <laughs> so, wait. I mean, who would have been the fifth guy if you didn't? He didn't say wing. Um, I was thinking Will Chamberlain, Nate Furman. Wow. Um, okay. Was, all, thinking, all, all the shit oh. you talk about on Will Chamberlain, you put him over Dennis Rodman. Offensively, I talk about Will Chamberlain. Defensively, I think he's underrated. I've, I've actually said that many times. I think defensively he gets underrated because people look at the numbers, but offensively he was overrated. Defensively, I think he's. I don't know if he's top five. He might be, but I for sure think he's top ten. And yes, I, oh, did, I did say Tim Duncan, Corey. I did. Quick question: Who do you guys think would be better together, KG and Jokic, or KG and uh, Luca? Jokic, KG, KG and Luca, Luca. Nah, I'm not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. KG and Jokic would be I'm, crazy together. I'm mad that Bob left. I had smoke for him about Luca. Keeps saying that he needed to get traded. K- no, he was oh, yeah, yeah, come, come to Miami. Come to Miami. We'll KG, KG, I don't think Luca is the problem. I think they just need defense. I don't think it's no, not Kyrie or Luca. I think they're just. I think it's just defense. First step, fire KG, I, I want KG and Jokic never lose a playoff series. Just yeah, so you know. K, KG and Jokic, especially in today's era, you got a guy where I think KG is one of the few guys who could really guard one through five. Um, so if he's able to do that, taking the defensive pressure off of Jokic, he's playing the four, he could play off of Jokic as well. He's going to be the number two. He has good scoring ability. He could play make as well. And then they'll be able to dominate. Then they'll be able, you can't double team them. Even then they're so big and so strong. They'll be able to bully ball. Literally everybody control the pace. Uh, I mean, that's, bro, they'll destroy Gabe is spitting right now. This this is facts. I was gonna say he is Vanderbilt, but a million times better at everything. Yeah, that's exactly what he would be. KG, KG would be Vanderbilt. What Vanderbilt was for Carl Anthony Towns last year defensively, if he's watching the Timberwolves, that's what KG would do times a million. (laughs) While also being much better offensive. Hey, if you want to be real nasty, I think KG may add that three point shot in this area too, man. I mean, nah, you know, he would. Nah, he would. He, he already had like the 18 to 20 foot game. Vando yeah. starting to hit it too. He was attempting some threes. He was attempting some threes back in his day. He was stuff. popping some of those threes, man. So, I, I think, I think he'll be, I think he'll be shooting threes in this. Yo, KG and Jokic would be crazy together. They, the especially if you just surround them with some three and D guys like the other three, they'll be what AD and, yeah. and Boogie should have been. I don't, KG I don't does think KG is yeah. the good, but KG is but sure. way better. I mean, KG does get underrated because most people only remember him from his Boston days. Like, that's what I mean. Even really even his Boston days, he was elite before the but he, he was better on t- the Timberwolves, way oh, better yeah, because they focus more on the fact that he failed. He he did he lost a lot in the playoffs, and, the first, and then he had that, then he had that's that free year stretch where he missed the playoffs each time, which was kind of yeah, bad. like that's, that's, that's you do have people who say Paul on. Pierce was better than him on that team. Some people, oh, no, mad, no, mad. I'm sorry. I love Boogie. Boogie is not better than Jokic. He's not. That's, like, nostalgia. that's nostalgia talking. The people who say stuff like Boogie would be the best big in the league is purely nostalgia. Oh, that's, that's that. That's that. John Wall would be the uh, best. Be in the, I think nah, he'll be nah, in the combo. Nah. I think he'll be in the combo. He'd be in the tier two. But the, the issue with like, tier two, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, because Jokic, be Jokic and Embiid are their own tier. 
Demarcus Cousins is not in their team, so he'd be in tier two. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. not as good a but defender but as Players who get their primes stopped by injuries often get overrated when you like, no, like, I'm not. No, Derek, 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 and Derek Rose is one. I think he's slightly overrated when you compare him to today's game. People said he would have been like a top 10 point guard of all time or he'd be like the best point guard in the league today. No, he wouldn't. He'd be a very good point guard. Wow. He'd be undoubtedly top about- five point guard in today's game, but he wouldn't be the best Wait. point guard. What about T-Man? Wait. Wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Go and, and then... Talk about Boogie too. Talk Demarcus about- Cousins is someone who people often tend to overrate. He would not. I don't even care about Boogie. He would, not be, the best, he would not be the best big in today's game. He's not close to Jokic or Embiid. He's not Come close on, to even Mars. one you my even... guy, Mars. What did I say? What did I say? Oh, that was bro, I, I need you muted for a second. Go ahead, Mars. Are you trying to get me this for the TikTok clip? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll, go, I'll, say, I'll, I'll say it through one more time. Play, players whose primes got cut short due to injuries often get overrated when people bring them up and talk about them now. Derek Rose is someone who gets overrated slightly because people say he'd be one of the best point guard in today's game and a top 10 point guard of all time. Highly doubt either of those things are true. Highly doubt it. DeMarcus Cousins is another one. People say he'd be the best big in today's league. No, he's not in the same caliber of Jokic or Embiid. He's not close to either one of them. He's just substantially worse. But when you get your when you get your prime cut off due to injuries, people have these rose-tinted glasses for you and they end up tending to overrate you. So it's not a knock on them. It's just that's what happens. And, and respectfully, Thank Mars, Thank and respectfully Mars, I never disagree with somebody ever. More in my life than, than that take right there. That is the most disrespectful take I ever heard. So, so talk to me about Derek Rose. Talk to me about Derek Rose and tell me why he'd be the best point guard in today's game. I'm not, <laughs> wait, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, Mars. You come on, calm down, Mars. Now. You even got shots out going crazy, man. No, Mars, because you said I didn't say he would be the best point guard in today's then game. it doesn't apply to you so when you complain about you just said he wouldn't be a top 10 point guard of all time i think that's i said false. i doubt i said i, I think doubt. he would Ooh, if you just cool. look at the trajectory that he was on he was on that's a fake show tone though it, he was on the trajectory of being at least a top 10 point guard of all time okay and i said i you said would have been better than russ like let's okay who are the top 10 point guards of all time to you this is your um time. so if i give me 10 okay steph curry Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas, John Stockton, Chris Paul, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Oscar Robinson. How many is that? Eight? Eight, eight, yep. Yeah, Derrick Rose. If Derrick Rose never got injured, he would be put in that list. But Okay, well, he's not better than Russell Westbrook, so that's nine. So Russell, yeah, Russell Westbrook is definitely – Russell Westbrook's in there. So at um, best he's 10. Okay, that's fine. No, I, wait, no. I'm going to argue. Wait, Mars, 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 wait. Damian Lillard? He never got injured. He would have been better than Russell Westbrook and Oscar Robinson. But yeah, I disagree with you. How is he better than Oscar? You're part of the people overrating him, so that's fine. Because I had, I think at best he'd be 10th. I said I doubt he'd be 10th, but at best he'd be 10th. So he you, was, you named nine people. So for you, he'd be 10th. And then you lied about Russell Westbrook and Oscar Robinson. So, so that's as a 20. So you're part so, of the people overrating him. There we go. Let's be Are we talking about his ceiling or is like ceiling. where yeah. he was at his best? Oh, so like I said, when people's primes get at cut 22 short, years they look at them and the glasses. Guess what? Now, now, he's project, now he's projecting Derek Rose improving even more and getting to an even higher level. Rose 10. He was like, he's doing exactly what I said and then said he's just. 
He was doing it. You're doing exactly what I said. That is. How many Mars? How many all-time great players you know don't improve from year three? That's fine. Their I'm, not arg- I'm not arguing that. I'm saying you're doing exactly what I said, but you disagreed with me. And okay. his prime okay, was he an all-around great player? Derek Rose prime got cut short due to injuries. And people, when they look back on them, they end up overrating them and projecting them to be things they okay. never showed to be. Okay, That's what Mars, you're doing. Yeah. Mars, Mars, His prime Mars, wasn't Mars, a top me, 10 player. I'll so calm down real quick for you. So Mars, I'm just saying, I, I, I saw there wasn't a top 10 point guard there. Mars, let me ask you this question. Um, At that age, how many players you in in your basketball history, knowledge or whatever, you've seen at 22 years was playing as good as Derrick Rose? How old was John Morant last year? I don't like yeah, that way. John, Mar- John Morant was not better than Derek wait, Rose. Wait, hold up. I don't like that way. Yeah, no, it's near that level. Let's say, let's say. Ne- wow. Okay, hold on, hold on. I never said Demarcus Cousins wouldn't be a top big Shad the Gods. I said he wouldn't be Jokic or Embiid. Like, please oh, open your on. ears. Please open your ears. When I say please. things, you're just, you're just trying. You can't. There please no open, please open your ears. But, but, but Dave, I mean, Dale, Dale, I'll put, I'll put this little hypothetical for you to try to create understanding of more, a better understanding of what Mars is saying. White Howard, right? Let's say after Orlando, his career got cut short immediately. Like he didn't go to the Lakers or the Houston Rockets. His career got cut short. You know how many people would have been saying, man, this guy could have been a top five big all time. This guy could have been a better than David Robinson and all these other guys if his career didn't cut short. But because he played, that never happened because he let us down. Yeah, he's just using that same way of thinking with their yeah, when 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 players' primes get cut short due to injury, we only see their career going in the positive trajectory. The negative is never even a thought process. It's never possible that maybe Derrick Rose stagnates because in so, 2012, in 2012, because Derrick Rose was healthy in 2012, he got hurt in the playoffs. I'm just saying there wasn't there wasn't a clear evolution of Derrick Rose's game. He was pretty similar. I think the, I honestly think Dwight Howard's a rare breed of like seeing an all-time player at a young age. Like, do you guys believe Luca's just going to like this is the the best we're going to ever see of Luca, and he's just going to get worse from here? Like, I don't know. I don't know. If I had to, if no, I had to no, predict, no. if I had to predict, so Luca was elevating much higher than this. And so, you, okay, so you saying you don't see him? So what? I said, I said, I said, Boogie would be the third best big in the league. So yes, I agree. You should have to go to top four. Well done. Wait, because I'm trying to get like a question that makes me understand where where you guys coming from. I get what you're saying with the Dwight Howard part. It's just that I feel like we've seen guys that when they are playing at an all time great level at the age they're at. So for example, the Michael Jordans, LeBron James. The Luka Doncic's, um, Dwight Howard's. I mean, Dwight Howard's a rare. Like, I, I feel like Dwight Howard's. How many players we've seen been literally top ten, top five players at only their third year in the league? And was Denver's not, top five. No, he no. was a top ten player in the league at that time. You can't top, tell me top that. Ten, top ten, probably top five. No. And okay, I'll answer your question once again. Shout the God. Tier two can still be top four. I think Damian Lillard is probably tier two oh as a point guard. <laughs> oh my God. He's probably tier two, but he's still the third best point guard in the NBA. So tier one was, means there's an argument for <laughs> the other people in that tier. There's Man, no argument. still mad DeMarcus about Demarcus Cousins. Because Cousins. Cousins. this guy's chatting. There's no argument for Demarcus Cousins to be over Embiid or Jokic. So therefore, he'd be in like, tier bro. two. <laughs> <laughs> but but you just cold, though. I think I think Demarcus Cousins be the only big in tier two if that helps. I don't think like Carl Anthony Towns would be. It'll be a little bit more big man. Yeah, be over. He'll be over Brooks. Yeah, yeah, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't be in the same tier. Uh, respect Bam Adebayo. But but going back going back to Derek, going back to Derek. Oh yeah, he's not better than Anthony Davis either. Going back to Derek Rose. Um, I think with Derek Rose, I think the trajectory he was on if he kept improving was all time high. 
Because when you're a young player, people just project that you're going to keep improving. The jump shot was going to come along. He's going to become a better defender, better playmaker. Cool. I'm saying, I don't believe, I watched in 2012, Derek Rose, there wasn't much of a jump. Yes, he was still young. He was pretty much the same guy. The jump shot still wasn't great. He still wasn't a fantastic playmaker and the defense was just bad. So I just think when we project guys like that, we only see it in a positive light of they can only improve. When I think some players can just stagnate and I think Derek Rose was in the process of stagnation. I think he could have been the 10th best, 10th greatest point guard of all time. You listed nine guys who I think would definitively be over him. At 10th is the best option because you've got Gary Payton would be in that conversation. No, I think well, I think Walt Frazier's top 10. I don't think he'd be better than Walt Frazier. So for me, he wouldn't be top 10, but I understand that best he could be 10th. I just don't think he'd be also, Derek the Rose admit, maybe top admitted 75. that the injuries helped maybe him develop 75. his other stuff. Yeah, he, he probably he probably would have made top 75. And yes, Boogie was a top two center in the league in his prime. Yes. Okay. I Wait, he wasn't that. he wasn't one. No, he was no someone asked was he top two? So I just said yes. He was oh. he was the best center in the league. Yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So so by uh, what twenty twelve, he was what a two, three time all star? Yeah, three time all star, I think. Okay, so we're projecting he doesn't get hurt in the playoffs. So I guess till like twenty twenty, he'll probably be like what five more, five, six more all stars? Maybe like a couple all NBAs. Who talking about who Derek Rose? Rose. Derek yeah. Rose. There, bro. I'm not. I, I'm, and he's I'm in the of, East, so of course in the East Mars, he's gonna make, play, make the All Star game. I'm kind of with Mars on no. this though. Um, Derrick Rose, even though he was so great in the beginning of his career, like that could have been his peak. Like that could have been the best version of him, and then he would have been the same guy for his whole entire career, right? Like it just happens. I mean, even though people, oh yeah, you know the jump shot would have gotten there. There's a lot of guys who come up in the jump shot. Yeah, just Westbrook, yeah, like we could have like, imagine, imagine Russell Westbrook got hurt in like 2015. We just start projecting Russell Westbrook's going to get Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Projections for Russ would have been yeah. crazy. Ben yeah, Simmons. Yeah, yeah. People were projecting for Ben Simmons for so long, and he still couldn't figure that exactly. shit out. Like, yeah, Derrick Rose. I mean, but they predicted that in, in no, college. No, but Derrick Rose. I don't know. His that. attitude wasn't like it's his passion for the game wasn't there. Derrick Rose admitted that he. Um, was, imagine, imagine, if Yann, imagine if Yannis is MVP in 2019. He just got hurt. If you just start projecting Yanis was going to become an elite shooter because yes, they would have. They would have. Yeah. Do those things. Yeah. I'm not even saying that Derrick Rose would have probably been an elite shooter. I don't even think he would have been a good shooter. I'm just saying that I think he. I just look at it as him as a player. You, I don't think you could be that good at that age and not have that type of like. I mean, you got some the big man like the white the guys like the White Howards where they just so naturally gifted because of how, their size and how how tall, how strong they is for their age and how, like, guess how, how they can bully guys in their rookie year. It just don't – I mean, he got too big-headed real quick. I I don't think Derrick Rose had that same type of attitude as a Dwight Howard. Where, someone like, in, someone yeah. in the chat just said Derrick Rose was a better passer than Russ. He was what? No. Derrick Rose. Oh, and this is what I mean by overrating of Derrick Rose. This is what I mean <laughs> Rose Wait, over, dude, overrated dude. doesn't mean bad, but people do be overrating these people a lot. Derek, I just, Rose no, was I, I just get, no, he would jump and get stuck. He would you know, go like, low key. jump and get stuck in there. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just all talking about hypotheticals and, and the projection of him actually still improving as a player. That's all I'm talking about. Oh, he, I, see, I agree, and I think Derek Rose, like, there was levels he could have got to beyond his MVP year. I still don't think I would have got him in the top ten point guards of all time, but I think okay. it's arguable. And, you and people said, like, I've spoken to, I don't think you know how many people I've spoken to who said in today's game, they're like from like Steph's MVP year onwards, 
Derrick Rose would still be the best point guard in the league. That's what people have genuinely. Oh told no, me. that's cap. I don't. I, that's I think, what I mean when I say he's overrated. That, I don't mean he's bad. Like Derrick Rose was elite. Top but that, five those are players. those are those people are like dumb and like don't. I agree. Know that. I agree. They are dumb. They but don't. The they're just, talking they are talking crazy for no reason. Those are people you don't listen to when they say crazy shit like that. That don't even make sense. Steph's one of like the best players of all time. But um, no, I was just saying that just some pure like trajectory. And Mars, I didn't like how you said you don't think Luca's going to get any better from th- from now. I said that much better. I said I don't think he's going to elevate that much more. I think he. he can get, I think body. he can get better. I think he needs to. I think he needs to be That's... more conditioned. I think he needs to get better without the ball and actually start moving without the ball. I think his shot selection needs to improve, and I do think he needs to become just an overall better shooter. But I do think, and defensively, you pray he gets better. So I do think there's ways for him to improve. I just don't see much more of an elevate. I don't think he's going to go from, like, say this is an 8. I don't think he's going to get to a 10. I think he's going to stay around pretty much where he is and not really improve. I think Luke is going to get to a 10, bro. And I think if he gets the right pieces around him and and hide, like, and, and he just gets, like, he don't have to be a you know good his owner is? Tom Thomas Woods, if you really want to fight <laughs> me because I said your take was terrible, you really need to seek some counseling. I'm bringing up takes I've heard to explain why someone is overrated because the people I've heard talk about Derek Rose, they overrate him, and those are the things they say. So I call him overrated. Speaking of overrated, I wanted to ask y'all, um, what do you think about the take that Kobe is a better shooting but less athletic version of MJ? Like Obviously, I, I think that's, that's definitely what you agree, right? So, yeah. I heard recently that Kobe's the greatest ever. Kobe, so, no. Yeah. I think Kobe's the greatest basketball player. Well, not greatest. The best basketball player ever. If you ask some people, he's more athletic and more skilled than MJ. Yeah. No, I think he's more. Well, I, think he's like, <laughs> I, think I wonder who. <laughs> no, I think he was no. a better shooter, a better ball handler. Um, I think their defense was close. I think their playmaking's close. But I, I that's what I just think Kobe's a better player. Playmaking, play I don't think it's close. I think passing, I think Kobe might be a better pass than MJ. But um, I think, I think, yeah, I have, I've said before, I think I have, Kobe's more skilled than MJ. I think he's more skilled. But so MJ's it's not ridiculous for somebody to say that Kobe's the best all time. Yeah, but from a skill standpoint, no, it's not crazy to say Kobe's the most skilled. That's the case. Then that's if that's the case, you guys, Kyrie's pretty has to be up there then. Oh hey God. fellas, hey fellas, I give me that. give me one second because I gotta get some new guys. All right, hey, come on. I'm gonna ask you this last question real quick then. What's up? What's up? For Dub and Mars, um, even even the other guys on the panel right now. So if Victor doesn't get injured and he gets drafted by one of like the worst teams in the league, what do y'all predict his numbers are gonna what like y'all predict his season stats will be? Wait, who? For the first season or well, first, first, first season, first season, he joined. Well, he joined. He joined. He's staying in the G League. So I don't even know. He'll, he'll be seven. He'll be seven. Wait, wait, wait. Be quiet. He, asked, quiet. he asked me and Mars. He asked me and Mars. Well, he'll, 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 he'll well, he, he asked seventeen. He said. He said double more. So he said he'll average seventeen, nine rebounds, two two blocks, like two assists a game. Two blocks. Damn. Shooting like 40, 46, 35, 80. That's fucking, that's pretty good. Now, Dub, your turn. Uh, I think he'll be a 20, 22 to 23 guy. Uh, Damn. 
<laughs> yeah, I think I think he'll be able to get two blocks. Is crazy for a rookie. If he goes to the get, Rockets, I think he'll get. I think he'll get one point. I don't think two, maybe one point five blocks and ten rebounds. Okay, if he goes to the Rockets, you're gonna be surprised when it comes to those blocks. What did Evan Mobley average in blocks? Okay, now, so I was I was thinking right. Um, I think he's gonna be all, um, what all third? I think he's gonna be all NBA thirteen. And ever moved okay, one point seven blocks. I think he goes to the Rockets. Yeah, Who's going to the bench? Two is not crazy. Is it Jabari or is it Sengun? Yeah. Or are you moving Jabari? Right? Wemby will play the five. Sengun will be at the no. Wemby will play the four. Sengun will be at the five. Jabari will be at the three, and then KPG and Jalen Green will be the. Back. I, I want people to understand the reason why I'm saying twenty because this league, this, this league so, this year was so crazy scoring wise. I expect him. I expect a a, a guy of his caliber to have twenty points off the gate. Like they're scoring at a crazy level this season, and I expect that to carry. Oh over. yeah, because twenty points ain't the same as that like twenty points. 20, twenty points ain't the same no more. So twenty points is like it's gonna be like, all right, cool, he got twenty points. Like fuck it. Yeah, so, I get that. I get that. So yeah. Alright, devil, holla at you, man. Uh, uh, y'all be. I was a Kobe fan. Be, be prepared for them. Uh, toxic Curry. Uh, over yeah, Kobe, like, like said, they win the title. It's definitely Curry. They, they getting all uh, healthy. You gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta He's go, not wrong. The debates go, are gonna happen, go. though. If if Steph wins another Finals MVP, that's gonna be five rings, two Finals MVPs, two regular season MVPs, unanimous MVP. Like people are gonna say it, whether or not it's true or not is another story. But people are gonna say it. You kicked that person. Who? I ain't kicked anyone. Okay, so he just disconnected. Oh, yeah! You just re- you just realized it too. <laughs> the guy who was in the private chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just got yeah. some. Goof- you got goofballs in here. It's funny though. You now people get their feelings about sports. I've never seen it. I didn't like it. You call yourself a man, bro. That's crazy. Thomas Wood, you can come up here if you want. Like, I'm not. I'm not stopping. Who was there? Somebody else I was supposed to get up here. Yep, right here. Yeah, what's good, fellas? Yeah, here's good. Good. Let me read off some super chats real quick. Give me one second. This mostly shows this mostly shows championships are more circumstantial and front office building teams than using rings to prove who is better. That was when we was talking about Katie and LeBron James. And there will be a video on my channel coming soon about accolades. So stay tuned. Got you. Mars not chatting is facts. I simmed it on 2K. Oh, that's funny, Sal. Everybody I with the simulation game, bro. Crazy. I personally think that my Cavs match up well against the Bucks. We have the personnel to slow down Giannis, plus our backcourt is just better. I want I actually did a quick talk on that. Um, we was talking about that the other night on uh on Love Stream on Love the Game Stream. Um I actually think on paper the Cavs do match up, but um on the court, obviously it's I think it's gonna be just that. Um they probably be out of there five or six against the Bucks. All right, so Drazen Petrovic, I think we was talking about scores. She is, she is. Shooters. Uh, shooters, shooters. Spot up shooters. Most likely to leave their team, Pop or Dame. Um, Pop will just go into retirement. Yeah. Yeah, I, Pop, yeah, I, I heard about that. They said Pop is retiring after this year. As he should. Uh, damn, so I mean, Wemby won't even get Pop even if he goes to San Antonio. That's I mean, if they, if, they get Vic, if they get Vic, well, Vic ain't going. Vic is going to the Northwest. I don't know what this foolishness is, bro. We all know he's going to Utah. If the Spurs get Wemby, I think Pop might come back for one season. The Spurs are not getting Wemby, bro. No. If they do, I think I think Pop does Tim does Tim Duncan still work with the Spurs? I don't know. Uh, Maybe it's not sure. I don't know. People, people. I I think 
Nobody oh, knows. Let me close. Let me close my window. Yeah. Let me close my window so y'all don't hear no noise and shit. People is getting love in the building. Was good. Who did love? Oh. Oh, he put yeah. a deep, he put a deeper voice on and everything. What's wrong? Who you trying he's to? On the, he's on his call after you. Talking. <laughs> he got the Barry White, White on. Minute, this shit. Nah, he said you would say you would say what's up. You said what's up. He's on, yeah. his, he's on his call after he talks today. <laughs> got the got the we got the uh, uh midnight Love Jones operator voice and shit. Nah, what's wrong, buddy? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Nah, nah, but so yeah, uh, what you guys, what you guys got to, what you guys got to talk about, man, Jalen. Um, well, uh, I, I, enough, enough of this, enough, of, enough of this, man. Um, hold Boston and Milwaukee back and forth. I don't dub. I don't. I don't know how many times I got to tell you, man. When when the dust is all settled, we'll see who's clear. We could we could go on semantics about what's going on. I do, however, see what you were saying in Milwaukee. I will say that um, in terms of the team regression, obviously, uh, in terms of their players and during the season, they're getting big games out of uh, Drew Holiday against Indiana and then getting fast upside the head next game against Boston. I think the one thing Boston has proven is that they can definitely beat Philly and uh, um, Milwaukee, no problem. It's just the other teams they might have a problem with, the teams that have more youth. And have more wings. Um, I feel you. Maybe. I don't want to talk about. I don't want to talk about Bucks and, and Boston again. I just don't. Oh, all right, all right. So what, what are we talking about? What, yeah, I don't. No, no. Love Jalen. Love Jalen. I, I, I think maybe maybe the Western Conference. I feel like right now, if Denver played the Lakers, I feel like most people are picking the Lakers. I'm picking the Lakers to win. If they you don't have to worry about that. Most people do have the Lakers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think the I think the Lakers. I think the Lakers got a chance to climb higher. I will say that. Yeah, I know. I'm saying either round they play them. I think they wait. Wait, wait, wait. You said they they gonna get out the playing love. We're going to be the six. Bro, I wouldn't be surprised. Golden State may lose to OKC, and then if um the Lakers win, I mean, I don't want to talk about the Lakers, man, because I'm about to get into the game. I know because that hate, no, 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 it's not hate, bro. Love, 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 love. Hold on. Love, stop saying hate, bro. Ukraine is hate, bro. It was I, hate. I got this it was hate. No, it's not. It's no, it's okay. not. No, it's not. No, it's not. I, I just want to already like, know what if, it is, if bro. The Lakers, if, if the Lakers do look, take look, them, love, if you want me to go into, if you want me to go into the politics of the NBA, I could do that, but I'm not going to uh, do that. We're oh not doing that. We're not doing that. All right, then. All right. So let's not talk about the Lakers, please, bro. I will hey, listen. Hey. Okay, real, real quick, real quick. Just on the Lakers, we can move on. If the Lakers do play Denver and they lose, I don't want to hear no talk about what you expect LeBron to do. They were an eight seed. They weren't meant to win. I don't want to hear none of that. Just want to make that's that a clear. fair point. So you I do not oh, want to hear if the Lakers do lose to them, but I don't want to hear yeah. any of they you, were the underdog or they weren't meant to win. I don't want to hear that. But you won't hear that from me. There However, you, you know the the I believe going to be three times straight MVP. I mean, if we we also shouldn't celebrate him getting off the first round too. That's. I, I, think, I think I think Thomas is here, Doug. I think Thomas Witt is here. If you want to bring him up, we shouldn't celebrate him getting out the first round. Definitely, but um, if it happens at the expense of a team that was destined to win the championship, bro, and everybody, yeah, happens, like if the Lakers beat the- him and then they win the championship, it's kind of like okay, like Jokic, you understand why they lost. No, no. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a big knock on Jokic. No, it is. It is. I don't want to keep talking about it this man because well, it's gonna go left, bro. Like that's what it is. No, 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 no. Let, no, let's talk about that because I don't know I don't. why people. I don't know why people like talk about narratives and pose the logic. Like when you say, because we all know, um, we all know that the Lakers have a favorable matchup against the Nuggets. So if a team loses to another team because they are an inferior matchup. 
why would you blame the star player? Especially if the star player plays well. But is the star player the reason why the Lakers are a favorable matchup? Exactly. No, no. Is no, he actually not? It's actually the rest of the pieces. That's well, what. I, that's what. That's nah, what you gotta put on star player for the star player be trading all the new pieces. You can't blame the old pieces and then trade for the new pieces and then still put it on the new pieces. I'm no, we're talking about the Nuggets right now. No, no, no. I'm, yeah, a, I'm yeah. against. No, I'm against the logic. I'm against the logic of of punishing players who perform well, and because their team loses, they have to question the player now. I question what we consider. I question what we consider playing well because people throw a lot of bail to Jokic because, yeah, uh, like, in that Warriors in that Warriors series, you look at his box score. But a big part of why they lost that series as well is because they kept attack. They had two. Uh, they made he made Jordan Poole look like another step. That yeah, Joker, yeah, Joker's off on the inside for, for sure. Yeah, and this is, and then, yeah, this is not going to be consistent. You can't just have no stats and then be empty. On bro, you can't have no stats and then be empty. I didn't say nothing about about Bosco watching. Every player has their weaknesses and um strengths. Obviously, one of Joker's weaknesses is perimeter defense and rim defense in general. However, he still he still played well with all things considered. These last three postseasons, he as the individual played well. Offensively, he's always played well. Like talking about Jokic, yeah, I give you that. Yeah, he ain't play like. I didn't didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know rebounding. I know rebounding was just offense. And number two, y'all, y'all really shit on Jokic's defense, like as if he's not playing defense. He's not Luca. He gives. He actually He got great hands on defense. He's not the worst defender in the league. He has great hands. One more guy. Hey, you know how Joker play though. You know how Joker play. Hey, you know how Joker play. Joker play just good enough. To not foul. If he play against an aggressive big man that can get his ass in foul trouble like Embiid, he really not gonna bang with his ass like that. Joker try to Joker know he got to stay in the game. That nigga ain't gonna be trying to foul out and be trying to over aggressively play defense. Oh, you actually right that's when you fact. said you're another ticket. That's crazy. That's that's a fact. That's a fact. So we so we not gonna bring up the fact. Doesn't foul. Like it's not because he's trying not to. He just doesn't foul. He's just so we just talking about the the. Mars, you heard me with that roll shit though. You heard me with that roll shit though. Yeah, I, no, I actually want to – why is there a about Paulson and Russell Westbrook? Yeah, what's All right, okay, look. Russ can't throw a game off a turnover or not passing a ball to a person that he know can win the actual game. Russ done thrown games off of regular turnovers. Russ done thrown games off of taking dumb, ill-advised shots. You need a three, you're going to shoot a damn two-pointer. No, Russ, that ain't smart. You could have just passed it. If you were such a good passer, you would have made the right, correct pass. People try to give LeBron all the credit for making a right play, even though he'd be scared to try to uh he'd be scared to take certain shots. But when he make the right pass, people be oh, he'd be making the right pass. But Russ don't make the right pass. Russ don't Russ don't do nothing to show you that, oh, that was a smart pass. Russ show you, okay, if you give him the ball a lot, he can get you some passes. He's not an efficient passer. He not know, oh, set a pick, I can definitely get you an assist or a basket right now. He's not that type of player. Rose is Rose got Luau Rose got Luau Dang paid Rose got Boozer paid The Lakers was paying Luau Dang for years After the nigga was gone Like come on now Don't tell me oh we see Luau Dang playing with Rose We gonna pay this motherfucker so much That even when he gone he's still on our books Rose did that Luau Dang ain't do that by itself That was Rose, Tom Thibodeau and Luau Dang 
Luau Deng was a pretty Luau Deng was really good. good. Yeah, Luau 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 yeah, but hey, yeah, stop, stop, stop right there. Luau Deng was good, but not enough to get paid years off the books on the Lakers salary. Rose but the Lakers did, took him out. No, 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 no. The Lakers signed him out for you three. It was nothing to do with his play. They Luau Deng became – wait, hold on, my bad. Luau Deng became an all-star after 2011. It was when D. Rose was battling injury, which earned that contract. It wasn't because of Derrick Rose. Right. Yeah, a, but I want, who is who? Okay, let's just go to Derrick Rose MVP season just to make it easier. You got to count that one season with Luau Dang. You count that whole Bulls tenure. Okay. okay. Don't who, tell me when you think about Luau Dang. Don't tell me when you don't tell me when you think about Luau Dang. You thinking about Luau Dang 2011. Luau Dang was Luau playing, Dang, Luau Dang was playing play. good even before Luau Dang, Dang was averaging the most minutes. No, no, I never said Luau Dang was bad. Never said Luau Dang was bad. I said Luau Dang got Rose. I said Rose got Luau Dang paid the money that he did. Don't no, make it seem like Luau Deng played so good I, I in 2012. The Lakers saw him and said, oh, we're going to sign this dude and then still pay him off our books. Luau Deng no, ain't played that good in 2012. He earned his contract. He earned, he earned his contract, became an all-star when Derrick Rose is battling injuries after the 2011 season. That has nothing to do with Derrick Rose. Nothing. He yeah. earned that contract after Derrick Rose was getting hurt because they were still playing at a high level because of how Luau Deng was playing. Go ahead, Mars. I because when we think about Derek, no, they ain't play that good for him to get paid off the books off the Lakers. You still missing a point. Not, he ain't not played that. Rose, you're crediting Rose when that he got paid uh, years years after Derrick Rose was a thing. One year of Blue Aldane playing good, and all the years with uh, Rose, you trying to tell me that he ain't played good? Derek Blue Aldane was playing. Similar to what he was playing before Rose and after Rose. Right, yeah. Yeah, he was a played a lot of moves, bro. That's the only let me tell you the only thing that you the misconception that you getting confused is that Luau Dang really just played a lot of minutes. You he played okay, he played decent, he wasn't overall consistent. Don't make it seem like he was just dropping 25 consistently every night or something like that. Uh, he held it down, he held it. He I feel like you I feel like you jumping the gun. He held it down when Rose got injured, but let's not jump the gun and make it seem like oh he played so good that he deserved that Lakers was, contract. He didn't deserve Dan, that Lakers what contract. Was, what was Luol Dang doing before Derrick Rose got there in 07? What are you talking about? His averages? I don't get how we went from Derrick Rose passing ability to how much Luol Dang. He tried to get passing ability. Yeah, Rose. Yes, Rose passing is so good that he got Luol Dang paid. No, Luol Dang was good. No, no, Dang was good. But before we get stuck on the whole Luol Dang thing, like you still can't skip the fact that Rose done literally cost games. He would have been a champion if he learned how to pass the ball. He's still not a better passer than the thing. Yo, I'm just getting stuck on the fact of the Luau Dang thing, but I only brought that up to just show how good of a passer Rose is. Hey, let me finish. Let me finish. Y'all wanted me to come on. I want to talk about Rose. You trying to get it stuck on Luau Dang. I only brought up Luau Dang just to show how good a passer Derrick Rose was. You talking about Luau Dang. It's not like Luau Dang. It's the same thing for Boozer. It's the same thing. It's the same thing for Noah, bro. Stop, stop, stop. Hey, Utah, Utah wasn't Dang. fucking with Boozer after, bro. Utah, hey, Utah wasn't fucking with Boozer after, bro. That hell spray shit that he had, bro, wasn't nobody rocking with Dang. him then. Luol Dang was good. Luol Dang did not have his best seasons with Derrick Rose. Let's not do that, bro. No, no, no. Luol Dang did not have his best seasons with Derrick Rose. Luol Dang, before Rose got, got there, was still putting up 18 a game on good shooting splits. Better shooting splits than what he was doing with Derrick Rose. It's not like Derrick Rose put this guy in a position to put up... I mean, he was overall a better shooter than Rose at that time, too, Rose, but you don't want to get stuck on percentages. Your point was... Your I hear you. Go ahead. Your point was... Your point was... Derrick Rose got him his contract. 
No, because Luol Deng wasn't even the best version of himself when Derrick Rose was there. Derrick Rose before Derrick, I mean, Luol Deng before Derrick Rose got there, played at a good level. After Derrick Rose was getting hurt, still played at the same level. So that point doesn't make sense. That contract became a, became a thing because of Luol Deng, not Derrick Rose. That's the point that you're missing. Go ahead, Mars. Uh, okay, first of all, um, Russ Westbrook, Westbrook 100% got Steven Adams paid, by the way, 100%. But um, I want to ask, when we look about those... I mean, you uh, can say Steven Adams got Russ paid, too, for, uh, letting him get the rebounds. But go ahead, Mars. When we look at those early 2010 Chicago Bulls teams, do you think Derrick Rose was the best passer on that team? Well, repeat the question again. When we think about those early 2010 Chicago Bulls teams, Mars. do you think Derrick Rose was the best passer on those teams? 2010 Bulls, best like passer? Early, early 2010, so like 2010 to like 2014, 15, like those stretch of years. Was Derek Who Rose was, Mars? Who was? I want to ask him if he thinks Derek Rose was. I'm not arguing with him. I just want to ask if he thinks Derek Rose no, was. I, I say uh, Boozer. I probably, I, I'm not Boozer, uh, excuse me. I say uh, no. I agree. I, I think Joe Kim yeah. No was the best passer on that team. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, do, I do too. So, so for me, when I look at Russell Westbrook, I think when we, I do agree he makes terrible decision making, terrible decisions sometimes. I 100% agree. Has he lost games because of it sometimes? Yes. But I think the decisions he's capable of making are just higher level decisions than Derek Rose. Derek Rose for me was a lot more rudimentary passer. I think he got caught in the air a whole lot. Like if you talk about him coming off a screen, he gets caught in the air looking for a shot and he ups, ups out of those shots and ends up. I'll give you that. I do, I do. But think uh, getting, real I do quick, think real quick, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you the corner L. I'll give you the corner L. But I can say the same thing for Russ. Russ get caught going, get caught going too fast. Even Shaq done said that to him. I, but I go agree. Ahead. I agree. I do think Russell Westbrook getting down, going downhill can often move too fast for himself. I do think his lay down passes were better than Derek Rose ever was. I think his ability to find shooters was much better than Derek Rose ever was. I think his outlet passes in transition were much better than Derek Rose. I think Derek Rose just had a lot more basic reads, so he was getting less turnovers. But the higher level reads, the higher level um, passes that need to be made and the ones that not many people can make, Derek Rose just didn't make those level decisions as much as Russell Westbrook did. So I do think he gets more turnovers. But I do think the level of passes that Russell Westbrook is making will just lead to more turnovers anyway. Same reason I think James Harden's a better passer than Derek Rose because he's just making higher level decisions. So you make more higher level decisions, you're going to get more turnovers more often than not. It doesn't mean that you're a worse passer, if you get what I'm saying. But bro, no, I do get what that, you're saying. The fact that you, but I, I would say if you do give uh, Rose the ball Dang, like you give, you no, no, I brought up Luau Dang as a no, I brought up Luau Dang as a point, but that wasn't my main point. The same thing I can say for like Noah and Boozer and everybody else too. And even then, that still don't take the fact that Russ turned the ball over even on his own. Like he'll give the ball away. You think he's gonna make the right pass? He'll fuck around and pass it to the opposite teammate before he make the right pass in a game winning situation. And that's just well, real. I, I do agree. Game on the line, ball in their hands. Russell Westbrook is probably more detrimental than Derrick Rose. I do. Agree and I feel that. like in crunch time, that's the most when your IQ is supposed to show. In crunch time, everybody want to score. Everybody want to win. Don't nobody want to go home and and go home and be embarrassed with a loss. So it's about who can who can focus their emotions, who can focus their ability, who can put all their skill and ability uh to on the floor in that situation and come out with a W. Not know, oh, who was doing good for 30 minutes and then he just got eight turnovers in the last two minutes. That don't tell me you clutch, bro. That don't, that real life don't tell me you clutch. You can't get eight turnovers in a quarter and then 
you trying to brag on me on the first three quarters. Like, nah, bro, that's stat pad. That's people not really playing defense. What are you doing with people really playing defense? That's why I don't really – I used to root for Harden. That's why I don't root for Harden the same because he played good when you give him the ball for 46 minutes in the regular season. But when he got the ball for 46 minutes in the uh, preseason, in the uh, postseason, the niggas shrink up. Free throws don't look the same. He don't dribble the same. He don't make the same reads he's supposed to. Like, that ain't no me. That's them doing that. And so, just because y'all laughing, don't, that don't change the fact. Like, I don't get nervous. Y'all get nervous. You feel me? Like, I done seen Doug. I done seen Doug. I done seen Doug. You, y'all had a matchup. You instantly laughing before that matchup even started. That shows a lack of confidence, my nigga. Oh Make no! Point. Thomas, you, know, you know what's so you know what's so funny about Thomas? I'm glad you people try to be no 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 all that laughing shit to be passive aggressive. I'm just saying that pass. No no I I just I just lost when you said he doesn't dribble the same. I just no no I'm about to address it to you because oh bro you'll see you'll see it you'll see somebody get tight. I'm about I just found it funny. That's it. Hold on, hold on, Thomas. Yeah no 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 that was funny. That was funny. Thomas, no the funny the funny thing about that was the argument that was. Like I said before, you probably didn't watch the episode which we was talking about. I was laughing because I knew the right answer. The issue was I couldn't say that right answer because you know what was going to happen? Everyone would call me bias and this and that no, and this and that. No, I, I, I saw no, no, that no, no, too. No, no, I saw no, no, that too. No, no, no. So, so Thomas, don't say, don't say it's a. Uh, and the chat do be biased, but low key at the end of the day, the chat do be biased, but at the end of the day, they ain't got nothing to do with you as a man. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You acting as if I haven't shown the ability to stand on my shit. You act like I ain't say you never did. I ain't say you never did, sir. I just said what you did. I just said what you did. Just because I brought up something that you did, I ain't never say that you never showed confidence. But don't bring up one. Don't bring up one part out of everything and life and how long we've been doing that shit. You be on Hey, look. You know why I brought it up? Because even when I'm talking, you was laughing now. And I brought up another moment in time when you laughing in a passive aggressive oh, manner. That's no, lame as hell, no, bro. Because it's funny. Because it's funny to me. Yeah, that's that, 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 Stuff like this. Yeah, I mean, certain shit do be funny. Certain shit do be funny. That's why I be laughing at shit. Yeah, so I'm laughing because it's funny. What are you talking about? Can we can we get back on Derek Rose and Russell Westbrook, please? Yeah, yes, sir. I wanted to say real quick that like he brought up like the he was fighting for the Luau Dang point, but for me. I wouldn't. I would have conceded that Joakim Noah was the best passer on that team. I think he was a great big man passer at the time, but I don't think he just his the volume still just wasn't there enough. To no, 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 no one was a good passer because if you look at Noah actually playing, if you look at Noah actually playing, he can pass in different situations. Noah used to run the pick and roll and all that. You don't have to tell me, Joakim. Yeah. I know Joakim Noah can pass. He just wasn't pass. If you go, he wasn't facilitating enough to be considered to me personally how better than Derrick Rose as like no how, how is he yeah but that, I think you I think you compare Noah to the rest of the league but if you gotta just look at the team if you look at the team Noah was the best passer though if you look at the actual team Noah was the best passer what does not facilitating enough mean that's what I, I'm confused about I'm how saying he, like this just off the I think um what what was his what was his assist averages like during that during that time? Oh, okay. let, me, let, me, let me let me look this up. Oh, yeah, I don't got basketball reference right now. I think we so, kind of romanticized Derek a little bit too. He had a little West, Russell Westbrook in it too, where when, in, he got, when he got to the rim, he was a little when he when he when he first in 2011, it was two assists. Hey, look, and two and a half, it's certain times I feel like Rose still underrated though. People still sleep on what he did. Wait a minute, hey. 
the little uh little ticket. Mars reading off the uh so, the stats. So I'm sorry. Starting from Derek, starting from Derek Rose MVP year, because I think that makes the most sense. You got 2.2, 2 5.4, 5.4, 4.7. That's till he 2015. I think that I think Joe Kim Noah, I do I do think he elevated as a passer in that time. But I, I don't get right. what not pass I don't get what not passing enough means. I, well I to me, okay, so to me, I guess so after D Rose was like no longer D Rose anymore, those were the years that he was, you know, getting four point, five point. But I'm saying like when D Rose was still MVP caliber D Rose, you were listing off like two point two and two point I don't think mm -hmm. during the time that he was talking about, I wouldn't consider at that time Joe Kim a better passer than D Rose. Oh, I, I think if you want to say Derrick Rose MVP year was a better passer than Joe Kim Noah that year, no argument. I'm not arguing that. I think Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose as a passer, his best ever year isn't better than Joe Kim Noah's best ever year as a passer. They were both on the Chicago Bulls at the same time. That's what I was trying to get. I do think 2011 D Rose was a better passer than Noah. And I, the passing volume thing kind of confused me because when I think about it, I think about Bill Walton. And Bill Walton averaged like three assists a game and he was still the best passer on this team. But, um, right. But I do think going back to the Derrick Rose Russell Westbrook argument, I and that's what I was thinking about when I was thinking about Noah. Let more let more say this. Go ahead, bro. Um, I do agree that in the in like if you minimize it down to like one possession or clutch time possessions with like four or five possessions, you might be able to make the argument Derrick Rose is a better passer than Russell Westbrook in those situations because he's going to be more reliable with the ball. I do think that's a valid argument to make. But when I'm judging these players as a passer, I'm looking at them in a vacuum on how like consistently, how much of a high level passer they are. So. Even though in certain instances, I think that Russell Westbrook might be a negative on the team due to his decision-making. The reason the games are close is because of all the passes Russell Westbrook's making during the game. So even though I think for maybe three minutes of a game, Derrick Rose might be a better passer than Russell Westbrook, the other 45 minutes still matter to me. And Russell Westbrook, more often than not, is a better passer than Derrick Rose. He's finds better play. He finds more passing options than Derrick Rose. He's a more versatile passer than Derrick Rose. He's able to... Like I said, make lay down passes better than Derek Cruz, kick out to shoot is better than Derek Cruz, play out to pick and roll better than Derek Cruz. So even though there's a small time frame where Derek Cruz has better decision making than Russell Westbrook, that's not enough for me to say he's a better pass than Derek Cruz. I mean, better pass than Russell Westbrook. <laughs> all over the board, Russell Westbrook just is better than. Hey Mars, Mars, I got a question. Mm -hmm. Um, does that? I mean, because I I really don't know too much about you know this conversation or whatever when it comes down to them. But does that have anything? Do you think that has anything to do with? Um, Russell Westbrook having more, having more like all star and like you know star caliber players on his team. Yes, I already well, know what you're gonna say. Does, yes, does what have to do with Russell like him? Um, basically him being that better passer and him being you know basically the points that you made. Um, he had better shoulders. Like him having yeah better better players around him that uh, that would kind of influence that in you a little bit. Um, I mean. I think that could be an argument, but then when you look at Russell Westbrook's MVP season, where I think that might be his best year as a passer, arguably any any of those like three year stretch, twenty seventeen to like twenty nineteen, he didn't have pieces around him that sure. year at all. Okay. He, his, his yeah, ability, but if you fast forward and look at uh, Russ with PG, I don't think Rose with PG would have ended the same way with a healthy Rose. Like I can't see it ending the same way. Not to know Donovan Mitchell, bro. Donovan oh, Mitchell was before his time when he took out a, a PG and a Russell Westbrook in the playoffs. In this playoffs. That's more than passing ability. So we're adding more things into it than passing ability. I yeah, I yeah, think, I know. But uh, low-key, what made y'all send the link was the passing shit. But even then, like, 
I, I already felt like overall Rose is like he's not overrated. Like that's just point blank period. Because if you look at the uh, NBA contracts today, it's a reason why it's a Rose uh, clause in the contracts. You got to get uh, NBA all team. You got to win rookie of the year and you got to win MVP on your first contract. And it's a reason why NBA teams put that in in the uh, clauses because they know team players ain't going to be able to do that. People not going to be – as good as people think Ja is, Ja ain't do what Rose did. So it's like yeah, he ain't no winning. John Morant's just no bad in there, Chris. Yeah. And I think anyone who would suggest otherwise is dumb. Everyone knows that. I, I actually right. agree with that too, Mars, but that ain't what I'm hearing because what I'm hearing, Ja is the new Rose. He, he the new, he's the new guy and he's the new Rose. That's, that's what I'm hearing about Ja. John Morant's overrated too. I've said that many times. But Doug, we have okay. Better than better than. I think it's a five-player comp. Oh shit! I thought I thought I asked to the Westbrook. Yeah, I thought I said to the Westbrook Derrick Rose thing. So Derrick Rose's peak, like his MVP year, was what 2011. Uh, uh, Eleven. Yeah. So the game was still. It wasn't the full-on three-point shooting, ultra spacing it is today. Westbrook and he played in the same NBA, like 2010 to 11, 2012, 13. People forget like Westbrook struggles. I think I think his real struggle started three, four years ago. Before that, he was still. I, I think. Borderline elite play, really good playmaker. His his he can attack the rim at basically top five player in the NBA at attacking the rim, finishing at the rim. Uh, Mid range was I think relatively decent, but he was never a great shooter. So I think Derrick Rose, if you put him in today's NBA, the lack of his shooting ability, just like Russell Westbrook, might expose some of his flaws too. I think Derrick Rose, his game was, it was it was it was it was perfect for that in the era it was, you could get away with non-shooting exactly you get away with not exact perimeter while now you can't you know what same, i mean so same, derrick rose similar issue with john Woo, in my opinion exactly so derrick rose was healthy and played and you know got to play fully at his full you know at his full repertoire with no injuries he might be having the same struggles westbrook has people seem to forget westbrook before the struggles people forget you know how how good he really was people just Thank remember you. right now Thank yeah. you. I know. I, 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 I rock. I, hey, I don't rock with the uh how the Lakers did uh Russ and shit. I actually rock with uh OKC Russ, but I still don't discredit the fact that OKC Russ did fuck up because if he was such a good passer, he would have passed it to KD when they really had that championship one. They well, they had the series one, and if they would have won that series, I feel like they would have won the championship against the Warriors. But that goes to the fact that if Russ was a better passer, he would have just simply been smart enough to oh, let me pass it to KD. The but best player on that, the team. Isn't that isn't that not isn't that not passing? That's just more of decision making. I think decision yeah, making but your decision is, making going everything you do. I, your decision I, making going your shooting. Your decision making going your dribbling. Nobody makes you dribble. Nobody makes you do a jab step. That's that's your IQ. I, I, everything I, you I, do I, is your I, IQ. I have to agree with that. So do you do you think it's appropriate to separate like passing and IQ, or you're just gonna include it all into one? Oh, uh, you got to include Especially with something like passing. Now, if you yeah. talking about shooting, if you talking about shooting, that, that's IQ, but that got less to do with IQ because if I make the shot, ain't nobody saying nothing. But passing, my, my you got to know when to pass it to somebody. You yeah, can't just pass it to somebody no, you no, know no, going to miss. Fact, facts. My thing that's is, IQ. Know your personnel. We can still call somebody like a great passer, but the IQ not be there. You you feel what I'm saying? Dub saying you the ability to yeah. make the pass trumps the fact that the pass. Oh no, no, yeah, you can still be good. You can still be good and not know how you got there. But I feel like it make you better if you know how you got there and you know what you're doing. The fact that separate Kobe from everybody that Kobe explained his actual moves than what the fuck he doing. He don't just be doing moves. Gotcha, gotcha. I got four super chats to get off, and then we gotta end the show, fellas. So, uh, most likely to leave their team. Oh wait, we said that. 
Uh, when judging shooting, I 100% agree with Mars. Yeah, Mars is the one on objective this. metric that you Thank can you. judge every player in history with. Step to go because I agree with that too. I agree with that too. I want to agree with it too. So I agree with it to the extent. Oh, of, yeah. And I got to get to too. You look like a graham cracker with a uh, gold hat on. I heard you about lit ticket though, but I love joke too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you turn Joe camera on, I can get on your ass as well. But you know. Niggas come up here with Abby's talking. Clay, Clay is, oh, no, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I only got a minute. I only got a minute. Clay is, oh, bro. Clay is only 85% from free throw, but most people will have him top 10 shooter. Uh, LMAO, I'm not even a green dub. Be prepared. Uh, shout out to our GOAT member, Comatose Man. Salute to you, my guy. Uh, like the video on the way out. Appreciate everybody for joining, bro. Appreciate the time you guys spend to join up. Uh, other than that, y'all be oh, easy. Oh, dub, dub. I didn't get your uh, the, the, the Twitter the last. Put it in the um, 